0: Back to the only show that breaks down, cracks up, skews, and reviews each week's DC Comics. I'm the love child of the Penguin and Giganta, Eric Shea, and I'm Jim Moore. And this is the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast, episode number four thirty eight. Not playing the games this week, Eric. I'm too tired. Ah, yes, but you here we are right anyway.
1: Here we are. I'm the little lad still. Welcome to the show. Uh, the show where when you listen to you, you become weirdos and part of the Get Fresh crew. And we have a bunch of books, a banger of a show for you tonight. As well as five books, some mail, and, and a little bit of yakety yakking around, right? A little I'm not bit of the, the monkey shines, maybe. But with that, before we get into it, go over to Twitter at Weird Science DC. Follow us, we'll follow you back there. Then go to our website, WeirdScienceDCComics.com, where we have reviews for most of the books that come out each and every week from DC. And then go over to our Patreon, patreon.com Weird Science, where you can help us out for everything that we do. Here the marvel stuff the manga stuff if you're involved in that as well and you'll get a lot of exclusive podcasts in return uh i looked at the stats i believe it's something like 2650 or so shows that we have on and there I mean, and is the, good the stats three the okay. stats <laughs> say that well those are the three you're on but the All end right. of the stats say that uh we have two podcast episodes a day since we started off in 2017 so we have a lot there if you're interested and even if you don't want to go back and listen to a ton you'll get that many more coming up and you can enjoy a bunch of reading clubs things teenage Teenage mutant ninja turtles podcast walking dead we have all of it there and then also the dc stuff and one of the big things that we do each week is the patreon only spotlight picked by the badasses the get fresh crew Uh And they end up picking Justice League versus Legion of Superheroes, number four. The saga to be of the Gold At the end, I mean, what is it? Yes, it is. Yes, and yes, Artemis it is. won it, number one. Very odd issue that had a lot of people confused with what VIL was saying or doing. And no, but that was a weird one. Now, also, besides that, if you're not aware on this very feed, we had our TGIF, thank God. It's Friday episode uh, last night as we're recording this. And on Friday, we talked about Dark Crisis, Young Justice, number two. DC versus Vampires, All Out War, number one. Who ordered the steak, Eric? And Black Adam, number two. And I will tell everybody, if you haven't listened to that, you can listen and hear Eric Shea make me like that Black Adam book a little bit more because you ended up bringing up some stuff about the continuity that we're dealing with that really did play into it, which shocked me because Priest
0: kind of didn't want to deal with any continuity, but he's doing it okay. But he dealt with the most basic and like, not even the basic, but he he dealt with the most recent continuity and I was okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that too. Oh, maybe because it's it's, it's a weird idea with what we have going on because with Tim Sheridan being on the, on the, uh, the Teen Titans Academy book and then the Shazam book, It was really weird because they only at the very end of that Teen Titans Academy brought in the rest of the Shazam family like, you know, that we had at the beginning of the New 52 and even in the movies and stuff like that. Before that, it seemed like they were almost retconned out completely where it was just Freddie and Marvel like it was uh, Mary back in the day. And then out of nowhere, it's like he brought that back in. So. It seems weird, like h- talking about this because are they still in the continuity because you barely deal with them? Who knows how the powers are working, especially with the continuity with that? Maybe we'll learn out more with the Mary Marvel book. That's I what know. I was going
1: to say. We might learn more about that there. Now, why I said about Priest, the idea that he's at least doing the continuity within his own book, within his own character, it's not really going to tie in much i don't think of anything else if you're looking for you know wider answers he said that he's not really concerned but the with The from
0: necrosis it's the sexiest black adam you've ever seen
1: damn right when he's hanging out talking about chicken shacks and things i do not know that who chuck. that sexy guy was hey there chuck what the heck was up with chuck but it's yeah Pepper and Patty. if you want to hear all this, you you listen to all those and like i said the spotlight that we ended up doing yeah Bendis is still around. It seems like people have forgotten that Bendis is still at DC, but he is, and that Justice League versus Legion of Superheroes number four. When we talked about it on that, Eric was a little bit maybe too hopeful that things will end up tying up nicely into well, Dark Crisis because we're talking about great, It's the great darkness. What are you doing? It is, and who knows? It's and so it's the weird. the idea?
0: Like he'll come out of nowhere, like Joshua Williamson, and like for the SDCC stuff, and say, you know what, this Dark Crisis is. It's a sequel to Infinite, like Crisis on Infinite Earths, and I'm like. He's going to come out, this is a sequel to The Great Darkness Saga. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's a, cool, I'm cool. Talking. This is a, uh, what happened if he came out and they're like, this is a sequel to Justice League versus the Legion of Superheroes book by Bendis. and drive me nuts. But yeah, we were talking about all those and we had some fun with the Artemis book. Well, it was more pointing and laughing at it than with it. But we had, uh, you know, Dream Warrior talk and things like that. But yeah, go over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science to check those out uh, episode there that was about you know an hour and 20 minutes so we do a beefy deal we try to go deep dive into those books but if you want to blame anybody for who picked those books and whatnot you want to know their names specifically i Dox might be doxing them. them i don't know eric it really felt like i was doxing them suddenly but you want to know the security numbers you want to know where to the double end of the a of lives i'm gonna tell you here we go this is the a badass a roll call as we do each and every week thanking the badass jeffrey greek steven bat dad mitchell the annihilator ted probes i love punchline stork michael s Forrest, Polly, cam matt razor demon 3000 lady abby and lord andy red matches balone neils t-work cuddle camp David Fink, Joey Bercosco, Stephen Baum, Jason Colby, Sue 42 to you and me, Michael G, Ken Halleck, Comic, Boom, Rock A that I have an indie show with every Wednesday night, Cellar Dweller, The Cellar Weller, Mark Jager, Algen Stosia, Nick Adams, Ruben. Ruben was on the X-Men podcast this past week on the Marvel side of things. Carlos, Noah of Marv, Luke Hollywood. Yes, Luke Hollywood was on all the manga stuff. And sleeping and drinking. Simon, Luis, Manship, Andrew and Belfast, Swanee, Anthony G. Josh Vermillion, my man Pete from NYC, Batman Beyond, Mark, our man Rob Lewis, Brandy and Murray, that's Brandon up there in Canada, that's Buffalo and Double A-Ron in Minnesota. As I always say, probably eating fried foods and on the toilet. But with all that, That's you. big shout out. That is. I'm not in Minnesota, though, but I could be. Big shout out to Reggie. All time great. Uh-uh. We were talking about Reggie a little bit before we started recording. But more about you and what happened in the Nightwing book, where we'll talk about that later. Because like I said, we have some bangers here. We have some books that a lot of people really enjoy. And there are some big books for this podcast we didn't really have that last week. Last week was a little bit of an odd collection. I don't of books, remember last this week. is back. Yeah, I, I, I don't either, Eric, but I think it was odd because I don't remember it. I remember us saying, like, they're not real bangers here, but we we try to skewer and reviewers is what I just we know, do. We had so. the Clue
0: and Rad section last week, and that's not always bangers. Yeah, we did. That isn't bangers.
1: So we're going to go off. We're going to end up starting off with pretty much the book that's everybody's darling, it seems, that world's finest but also a little bit of Batman the Night, where I'm going to have to eat crow, Eric. But we'll go to that right about now.
2: Meat and the cheese that we crave. Oh Jim, We just want to hear your voice some more, and we want to hear all of your scores. We don't want to hear every change. Let's hear Jim's.
1: It is time for Jim's reviews and Eric's as well. And if you want to read written reviews, you can go over to our website, weirdsciencedccomics.com and read all of those each and every week. But here we are, Eric. Let's get pumped up. I ended up where I am very tired, but hey, maybe Do I took a little helper. Oh, Eric, maybe. It's time for the it's meat and for cheese. Meat and cheese. And I am tired because I end up where I started getting up very, very early. of Crack noon, moon. Eric. Yeah. Yeah. I actually got up at 7 this morning, and Tanya did not want to go to the gym. And I said, you know what? I do. I I'd, I'd made a stance last night on the TGIF that I'm going to get sexy I did do things without my I'm wife, no matter what the world back tells me. Oh, I'm telling you, though, normally, if somebody else who I'm going to the gym with is like, no, they're not going, boy, that's all I need. No, I, I did go. And I'm doing this deal where you get on this this bike and you run courses. You even like move to handlebars and stuff. But at the end, you get a ranking. Of that week in your age bracket, so I mean, there's not many 110 year olds doing this, but still, there's a couple of us. But I ended up ranking like 75th out of like 800 people, and I thought to myself, that's pretty good for somebody who hasn't really exercised in a while. By the time I got home, I was furious. <laughs> I was so angry, and I, I'm going to beat all those assholes. I'm, they're all assholes to me. I'm going to beat them, and I'm going to beat I don't them bad. Friends. I'm going to annoy. I'm, I'm going to end up just. All of a sudden, nobody will be biking on these things anymore because I will put them the This is shame. why you
0: don't start a conversation off with, I was talking to somebody on Twitter, but instead of no, I, I was say arguing that. with somebody on Twitter <laughs> yeah, or in that a fight is. with somebody on Twitter. Yeah. And
1: then eventually I try to win them over. It doesn't work, but Me I tried. my wife had a
0: very happy I day. I've never try. heard those
1: words. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, last night, we got done recording our podcast, our TGIF deal. And I was editing it and editing a couple things to put out there. And all of a sudden the, the basement door opens and Tanya starts screaming at the top of her lungs that she doesn't care what the hell I say and didn't say how it was the F bombs. What the fuck? I'm saying we're getting Logan an air conditioner and I'm an asshole and it's over. I don't even know cool. what she was talking about. I have no idea what she was talking about. And I said, okay. But now okay. you're gravely
0: opposed to it, no matter <laughs> well, what it is." Well,
1: the thing is, I said, okay. I'll show you
0: whatever My the hell big, you're talking about.
1: Here's the big play. And you tell I'm me if this that is that bad. Fire.
0: Well, he ends up where
1: he's in his room and he doesn't have an air conditioner. We don't have central air. What am I, a Rockefeller? So he's there. And I said, we should get an air conditioner. But he wanted this crazy ninja blender instead like this $180 blender i said listen because he's working out and he has all this nonsense he's grinding things and i don't know but he's on grinder i I have no idea but he ended up where i said no we're going to use that money for an air conditioner and he begged me and begged me and said i don't need an air conditioner i'm fine i don't mind sweating at night whatnot i really want this blender and we ended up getting the blender and that was the only reason he didn't have the haircut. And then I even said- Well, all he has like, to do, he can get both. Because if he does tell his mom that he wants this, and he's going to get it. That's what happened. And he knew it. But yeah, yeah. she just started screaming. I barely could understand what she was saying. She was like this guttural yell. That I was getting, and, I, and well, I'm in the because middle of the I
0: told her, like, Mom, the thing is, I really told Dad how hot I was at night. I was actually feeling like I was losing sleep because I was sweating so much. And I asked poor Papa, could I please have some kind of fan or anything in here to make to try to ease my pain? And he told me, I can go and fuck myself. You can, can you believe go that, screw that, Mama? Yourself. Daddy, old Papa told me to go fuck <laughs> myself. All I, I wanted to do it. was can blend you please, in. Mama dear?
1: Can you yeah, please, tell Yeah, that's talk what, what it was. I mean, it was something like I that. Don't but even suffer. in the deal, even with that, they had been doing their door dashing recently. I got mad at that because they're, they're like, they might be making $10 for them, but they're spending $50 a day on gas and nonsense. But yeah, I got yelled at and I, I didn't know what was happening. I just got attacked. But with that, we're going to get into these books. These books aren't going to attack us, Eric. And last, maybe the devil Nezha would be after us. And we're going to start with the Batman Superman World's Finest, number five. And boy, this book is the darling of darlings. I have a
0: sneaking suspicion. What would the devil Nezha want to do with number 75 out of 800? He's going to go for somebody better than you. Yeah, that's true.
1: That is true. That's why I need to improve my score so he can get me. I would be so upset. uh, And it would be the same thing. I mean, thank God devil Nezha didn't get me. By the time I drove home, I'm like. That son What's of a wrong bitch. with me. I'm gonna show him. It would be the greatest as I get to number one. He kills me. He possesses me. Thank you. See, Thank you. Nezha. At the beginning of
0: the show, I'm the guy passed up by the demon Nezha, Jim Werner. Yeah, that would have been cool. That, maybe I'll do that next week. Does that work?
1: I know next week. And also, you have like local at uh, Ry. You have local stats and things like that. I don't know what these schmucks are doing because I'm always, I'm almost passing them, and I'm not in any bit of shape right now. Wait till I get in shape. They're done. They're all. They're going to be ashamed. They're going to be ashamed when I walk in like the new sheriff in town is what I do. But I have a sneaking suspicion this Batman Superman world's finest because you cannot find anybody, at least on the Internet, that's saying that this is even anything less than stellar. And I think the art is great. I got to start writing it's articles. Just, I have a uh, sneaking suspicion that when Eric Shea is going to say. You just don't get enough with the issues, and maybe things just don't really make much sense overall.
0: Because what we had in the last issue was a big cacophony of continuity where even the writer couldn't tell us exactly where things, and it, where they tried to pin it down, it doesn't even make any sense, where it's, you know, post-crisis, but it also has Supergirl and Dick Grayson Robin. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, and a lot of things just kind of in happen Tim Drake-esque to happen. suit, it's very odd. Exactly, and this is the idea, like the updated suit I was I able to get over once though. I was figuring out, like, you know, it was actually, you know, Dick Grayson, not Tim Drake, but even when the idea is like, you bring in the Phantom Zone projector, and you say, Oh man, the ultimate thing to get rid of any Oh no, he's better than that. And I'm like, oh, okay. I don't even know why we're what we're doing anymore. Yeah, and so what you're
1: talking about is the last issue, uh, Gabe ended up reviewing it and people were mentioning things or whatever. And you did have Mark Wade come to our site and talk about things. And I actually would have been better off if Mark Wade said, listen, nerds just a comic book, and I'm playing with a lot of things, and eventually maybe it'll tie in, maybe it won't, but try to have some fun.
0: You know, Batman and Superman's combined will can overcome a Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, make his ring fly off his finger and going you, and make you a composite Batman-Superman for a little while, and I'm like, the hell you say? This is supposed to be a science ring, not a magic ring.
1: And so with all that, though, I think that it does point out a problem at DC right now, where a continuity kid, Eric Shea... You know, wants things to make more sense than maybe some other people. And I'm not saying they don't want continuity, but they've given up with DC doing continuity. So they just want to have fun. Girls just want to have fun. And so do comic book readers. So you do end up having fun. And with that, though, it looks great. I mean, the book looks
0: fantastic for the most part. So I can Especially go and I have Superman, Batman, Supergirl and the Doom Patrol taking on a demon who can overcome anything. I'm like, yeah, that's amazing. And so maybe the
1: blueprint here. First off, awesome art is always going to help. But maybe the blueprint, which we're more of getting a timeline and a continuity set. But until that point, hey, let's have some fun. And hopefully things get ironed out as we go. And I'll talk to you a little bit about what we're going to get coming up in this book. And I wonder if it intrigues you. But it is Batman Superman World's Finest, number five, written by Mark Wade, art by Dan Mora, Tamra Bonvalon, Eric, Adida Bidikar uh, on the letter. So we jump into this. And yeah, pretty much this is just going to put that final deal of the devil nezha they're going to imprison them you're gonna have to work out the idea of oh my god we have to have somebody in there with them but this really does set up the batman versus damien batman versus robin which is really cool because it really
0: threw me off at first that this story that takes place back in time would eventually like you know tie into what's currently going on in the robin book going into the batman versus robin book as well it seemed really weird for that to be any kind of like you know connection for how and i actually announced like i've seen it I enjoy the connectivity where it is one story setting up something for somebody else, like passing the ball down the line. But when we have this whole thing going on, it's just like, all right, we have to go into the freaking like the tomb of Nezha, and in order to imprison in prison, we have to have somebody sacrifice himself and stay inside with him. We were told that last issue. Do you remember Supergirl receiving any kind of magical blue disc to be the seal? I think that's why you have the (laughs) editor's note. It's like... Yeah, by the way, she got that
1: because I thought did she? and where'd she pull it out of? They ended up talking and I actually think and it might be just me or whatever. But the, you know, Dick Grayson and Supergirl going back in time to talk. There wasn't much to that. I never no. really got any real sense. It was just going back. Hey, we can't really tell you everything, but it's bad. All this much. It almost seemed to just be like, hey, everybody, that Nesha pretty badass. You better watch out. And then just a the vehicle to get Dick Grayson lost in time. That's what it seemed like, because I thought we needed more from that going back. When she does this, it's just there. But again, I think a lot of people are having fun. And one thing I really do like about this book, first off, you get to see the Doom Patrol.
0: That That's fun, right? Yeah, Negative Man, Robot Man, and Elastic Girl all together like that. Even Niles called her previously. That's cool. You don't get to see them at all. And even Supergirl in this with Superman and them. That's cool.
1: Uh, one of the things with Joshua Williamson, when he was on that Batman Superman book, that was pretty much the world's finest type deal. He ended up, each issue we complain, and I think that this is a trope that a lot of people would get to of, you know what, remember all that narration, you know what, that Superman is real cool. I like him because I'm Batman. And then you'd go to the next phase, you know who's awesome? The Batmans. I think he's, he's great. My and what Mark Wade does here, he shows it. You don't have to tell us. You have to show it. You have to show that Batman is never going to leave Superman behind. Also, you're going to have a deal here where Superman knows and trusts Batman call to be bullshit. so smart <laughs> that he ends up doing something. I don't quite get the well, whole the thing deal. thing is-
0: the linchpin of our entire story, and this whole—I'm just going to jump to the end because the linchpin of the entire story, what you're talking about right now, is the idea that Superman went real fast to go get the Phantom Zone projector to shoot the Devil Nessa with it because they realized we can't overcome anything that, like, this Devil is going to throw at us, and anything that we throw at him, he can overcome. We got to get rid of his ass. Phantom Zone projector, you're away, and it's—we're we're all good. We win. And then the Devil Nessa like just overcomes and says, "I'm ripping a hole from the Phantom Zone into your world, and I'm back." And that whole idea then. It all, it all like everything needs to happen this way to the point where Superman rushes into the freaking tomb, sacrifices himself to the devil Nezha to keep him enclosed in his tomb. But all of this needs to go by with the idea that this tear will stay open long enough for everybody to get back together and like, think about things like, I don't even know why this tear stayed open as long as it did and only became starting to close when we realized, oh man, we got to do this before it starts to close more magic eric
1: i'm not even saying what ended up happening because it did get a little wonky i was a little confused i'm just saying as you go through it i'm glad that we're not just monologuing or you know narration boxes of he's real cool he's better oh my god you're the best they end up trusting each other and things like that but while that's going on you are having fun with the doom patrol supergirl's off because she's upset she blames herself for dick grayson being lost and really thinks I mean she's given up any sort of search before it even started and I know that that's a huge you know thing to go and look through all of time well she's given up the search
0: not even that it's like she will not tell Batman and Superman about what happened to Dick Grayson and they're not pressing the issue because they have stuff going on I feel like they should press it a little bit even though yeah there's stuff going on but still it's Dick Grayson I lost Dick Grayson I'm gonna sacrifice to to the devil Nezah because I need to freaking redeem myself for what I did to Dickie boy I'm like okay you're just like you know almost this grief-filled rage like you know induced like uh like supergirl that you'll get later on in the new 52 and stuff like that for how she's acting right here just because i understand i understand where you're coming from you have just lost the boy wonder in time and space it's a problem but just at least take five minutes before you condemn yourself to a freaking hell here with the devil nesda to say what exactly happened to dick grayson i mean
1: because if you don't do that you can say and you can argue well she's not going to tell batman because he'll be distracted but you don't tell him then he thinks he's dead I mean, you're going to be distracted. That's like one of those things that I can't stand. Like, oh, hey, tell me this. Well, I don't want to tell you now because you'll get too upset. We have to do something. No, no, no. I'm now upset. I'm upset at you for not telling me shit because I know it's got to be bad. And then you think worse and all that. So it is off with that. But when she does tell him, you know, she's very upset about it. Batman's going to get like right on the case or whatnot. But in this, though, when you're going through it, it's a lot of nice art i said it's great art i but love the, the art. wonkiness of the hey i got this disc back in time and then hey the plan you, i still can end up getting disc? by i know i could still get by it a bit to have skirt. some fun but because at the end when you end up seeing you know the Nesha stuff and then you go to lazarus island you find out that that's where that was imprisoned that island off
0: a of court to maltese which one day would become lazarus island do you think when they actually do entomb the devil Nesha in here and stuff like that, you think when they start piling it, we got to hide the tomb, they start piling boulders, up, you think the pile of boulders would eventually make that skull symbol on the island? Maybe. That'd
1: be funny as that's what they end up making. Like, hey, we got to make sure nobody Crazy. comes here. Looks like a skull. Let's make a skull. How uh, weird. I'm going to have to lay in the idea that I did think that that's how it was going to end up being Lazarus Island, because I was wrong in a lot of things that we're going to talk about later. So at least I can hang my hat on that. But I figured that that's what it was going to be. And I'm pretty sure you read the solicits
0: also. Well, the thing is, there's a lot going on in this because, you know, the Devil Nassau then goes and takes over. You know, like when Supergirl starts spilling the beans about how we have to stop the Devil Nassau, The Devil Nazar then goes and takes over Superman's mind and says, boy, I should have done this from the start. I'm like, yeah, he is a god amongst men. He's the most powerful super being in this freaking world that what you're trying to get rid of right now. Yes, you should have done this Devil Nazar. So you have a big fight going on there. And the coolest part of this whole book, which I really thought was going to be the actual linchpin of the book, was the one point when the freaking robot man just says, fuck it, and goes freaking and throws a haymaker at the Devil Nezah and knocks him down. And the thing is, the Devil Nezah and this whole thing never once saw cliff Steele coming to see him like he, it's like he couldn't even see him at all and the idea that we got he can overcome any current technology or like in weapons and stuff like that he doesn't understand this era's technology so a robot man is just something that's not on his radar and he doesn't know how to overcome it i thought this was gonna be the greatest thing where the idea of like it actually goes back to that whole like buffy uh, i think season two episode where the uh, angelus and spike brought back that demon that couldn't be slayed by any like weapon or something like that and buffy brought a rocket launcher because it wasn't any weapon that he knew so it's a whole thing like that. It's, and I, it's exactly. I thought like that's that. exactly this. But the thing is, as cool as this is, the devil Nazzal just overcomes this shit, like, "Oh, I understand your technology now. You ain't shit anymore." I'm like, that's god "What the it. deal is?" He gets punched. He's like, "Oh my god, I don't." Well, now I know the technology. Do you? And you- then when you know Superman goes and shoots him with the Phantom Zone projector, and it's a cool ass scene. Like, well, I'm gonna overcome this now and just pass back into the, your reality. I'm like, "Stop it. Just stop it!" You are doing a lot of cool stuff right now, and the idea that like you know. At the point then, like, oh, my God, we can't do anything to stop him. Superman's all like, oh, I have to sacrifice myself. Flies in with the disc and the devil nezah into the tomb. And then, like, you know, closes up like, oh, my God, we've lost Superman. Batman starts crying like a little bitch at the entrance. It's like, my best friend is gone forever. But the thing is, like, wait a minute. Where's that Phantom Zone projector? And he realizes, Superman, he's a smart ass dude. Why am I crying like a little bitch? Because my best friend is smart as hell. He goes back to the rift that the devil nezah opened up and said, pulls out superman out and this is the whole idea superman flew the devil nesau into his tomb shot himself with the projector and before he goes and gets zapped away to the phantom zone also uses his heat vision to shatter the phantom zone projector hoping and actually just knowing that his best friend Wouldn't be crying like a little bitch on the exit right there. That's when he was thinking like a little bitch, right? He was use his mind and know that that freaking tail would still be open for some reason, and he would be able to be pulled out of that. And that's exactly what happens. I don't mind that. It's weird. You know what I think of the idea
1: is... That's why they're best friends, Eric. That's why we don't know. I'm not friends with them. They wouldn't have any parts of me. I, I didn't because figure because they best out.
0: friends a freaking rift in space and time from the Phantom Zone would stay open until it doesn't need to anymore. They've done so many things with each other. They end each other's sentences, Eric. They know what to order at Wendy's drive-thru. Like, even when you have Negative Man going like, oh my God, the rift's about to close, and Negative Man, like, Larry has the Negative Man come out of him, and he then forces the rift back open. I'm like, Man, you can just do anything, can't yeah, you? Yeah, the power yeah. of love. <laughs> my my favorite
1: thing though was when they were deciding. They're still trying to decide who should be in there and Superman's like, I'll do it. I'm like, Really? You, you think dummy. that they're gonna let you? And then finally the Doom Patrol's like Nobody
0: gives a shit about us.
1: Nobody really mentions us a lot. I think it might be us. But I was surprised. I actually thought it was going to be them. I thought I didn't were just have because that.
0: we know that there has been. Like the thing is the Doom Patrol were gone for a long time. Like they were believed to be I dead. Thought Damien, I thought it was going to tie into Damien letting him out. But we have seen the Doom Patrol after this point in time, like, you know, going forward after Dick Grayson was Robin and stuff like that. So I knew it wasn't going to be like that. And if it was, I was going to be angry just because it didn't jive properly. Well, again,
1: I, I don't know that Mark Wade is going to tie because some of this doesn't really tie in well anyway. Uh, you know, even the ages of some of the characters and, and whatnot. But. At the end, then you do have Supergirl being able to say finally, hey.
0: Dick's lost in time. I'm so sorry.
1: I had Dick by the hand and Dick fell out of my hand while Dick was there. And now Dick's <laughs> lost in time. And now I mean, we're all
0: crying like little bitches. Yeah, and
1: then we're crying like little bitches because we need Dick. And uh, you end up. It's like every weekend. That's this a cool what deal, I go though, I know. Yeah, really. That's you on a Wednesday night. You end up where Batman I, I like that play. I like the idea Batman's been lost in time. He's like, oh, shit, this really sucks. But he hasn't been lost in time at this point in time. The only thing, though, that I can tell you is it's only one issue that you're going to deal with that. So I think they're going to find Dick and find it really quickly. So yeah. you'll end up having that. But after well, next, that, it says at the end, next, let's rescue Robin. All right, let's do it. Yeah. And then after that, you start like a proper new arc. And, and again, this nezha stuff might just be that overall hey we were gonna always have that batman versus robin this is set up nezha and it did kind of rush at the end and and maybe get a little wonky to imprison him that way but after that i'm actually intrigued you have superman dealing with his long lost sidekick boy thunder eric that ends up popping up and the boy thunder is in the costume i know it is and he's it's in and this is why i said you want to connect it continuity wise because you are going to have stuff in this happen in the Batman versus Damien deal or Robin. I keep saying Damien, but then you play weird things like the boy thunder who's in the costume that back in the day was in like one world's finest issue. It's when Superman didn't have powers and then used this costume. I imagine
0: dope. it's going to be like the beginning of the impossibles with the little boy wanting to be Mr. Incredible, uh, in- or the, Imposs- the Incredibles where that little boy wanted to be the Mr. Incredible sidekicking and then grows up to be syndrome because he wasn't anymore. Yeah,
1: it's weird. It's it's a couple issues, or, you know, it's an uh, arc. It's not just a one shot. But I do like the look, and it is that. You forgot about me, Superman. I was your sidekick. Were you? Were you? So we'll have to see. And uh, yeah, it's a pretty cool look for the boy
0: Thunder. The boy I'm like, Thunder. Oh, okay, well, I'll deal with oh, that. Can, can, cool you, deal. can you make me a freaking song for that where it goes. Oh wait, they already made that song, so maybe you shouldn't.
1: Yeah, there you go, Eric. <laughs> who, who
0: sang that? <laughs> you prick! Ah, oh, but what would you give this? Well, that's the thing. It's by the end when you get the epilogue where damien is on the you know Lazarus Island. And he goes up to the tomb, looks like he's uncovering it. Like maybe he actually read something in his file, in his father's mm-hmm. files, back in the back cave or something along those lines. But now that he is on the island, he sees the tomb's entrance and he goes and touches him. Like okay knowing that Connor Hawk and all the rest of the Lazarus Island tournament kids are still there doing Lazarus Island stuff. I liked the Dames exploring, calling this place his home for the most part and going and doing this. This is a really cool continuation of where we left off in Robin. It threw me off at first for how like this was being a like back in the day kind of story and then tying into this, but I'm glad that it decided to do that. It gives us more story going forward in that Robin book. I love the art and this, it's just, some of the wonkiness of how we have to get things done or even like, you know, I don't want to say filler. It's just the action portion. Like for what we have here, it just it goes really quickly. And it's, it's not a problem with the book. I still have fun with it. I'm going to still give it a 7.5 out of 10. I'm going to go eight. And the, the art's great.
1: And I, I like having fun with it. Like you said, it, it is a little bit of a mess of continuity and probably will continue to be. And that's what we call DC Comics. But it, it's written well. and And again, we've had where you have, say, a Wonder Woman book, where the continuity's all mad, and it sucks. I mean, it's not just the idea you get rid of continuity or a strong, and the book's bad, good, or indifferent. I mean, this is a well I was even thinking about out-
0: the continuity of that Dark that dark Crisis Young Justice book that we talked about yeah, for the TGI that. show. Yeah, yeah. Where the idea of, like, okay, all the three of our Young Justice like boys are going back in time into a dream world of 1999, and they have a construct, not a construct, but just an image of Cassie of that era that's not real and stuff like that, but I'm like, all right, for all the stuff we have at that point in time, you know, Zeus was still her father and not her grandfather and everything else. we like, Connor should have TK powers. I'm like, everything that we've gone through and everything that's changed because of the new 52 and things that the people have just fucked up or just changed and not never really talked about, it just throws everything off when you go back and do stuff like that because nothing will ever make sense.
1: Yeah, I know. And one thing that I want to bring up because I mentioned how Joshua Williamson uh, had that deal and even Gene Luen Yang a bit when he kind of took over that had the narration and the, the thought Bob oh man that guy's the greatest oh he's the guy. it's funny because me and you had talked recently about some of the old world's finest books every cover is the two of them just throwing shade immense shade at each other in parts making it seem like Superman wants to kill Batman every single month and I'm looking at the cover originally where you had the suit that's going to be the boy thunder deal and not it, it, I'm a boy thunder it's Superman without powers And then Batman's just yelling at him, Superman, you've lost your powers. I guarantee if you begin a new crime fighting career in that costume, you'll be clobbered. He's there with Green Arrow, who's like kind of become his new set. Superman goes, you're jealous, Batman, because you know that I can make it as an ordinary man. Unlike you two. (laughs) I'm like, this is the best. They always were yelling at each other. It's it's the stupidest looking costume that you'll ever see but i think it'll be kind of funny looks really with the boy boy thunder i'm looking at the
0: revamp version of it it doesn't look as bad it's not as bad but it it does it's really bad right that costume is so
1: bad you have like that sun or something there it's so weird uh but yeah i'm gonna go eight i do like i (laughs) said who sings that you end up the art's great and i i had some fun and I don't know. I, I just like the way he's writing Batman, Superman, having the Doom Patrol. I think that this
0: could be a cool book. Oh, that's also World's Finest, number 178. Yeah, I don't it's know 178. If you
1: said that or not? And I, I think that I did see that it is in the app. They're missing oh, nice. a lot of the, uh, the gold, our silver age stuff on I, the I app, love this the idea on there. the
0: cover, on top of like, you know, Batman and Superman giving each other shit. It even has DC <laughs> Comics talking shit for the header, featuring Superman, the has been hero. <laughs> I know that has been I'm hero. Like, damn. Just everybody's you know, a bitch.
1: Remember, and that's the funniest thing that weeks thought in the Sassy. the DCYOU and then even re- Superman without powers. That's the opportunity to show how great a guy he is. And they're just like, has been. Get out the of has town. Been hero. Oh, my God. Goodness gracious, that Batman, hes throws the Superman? shade. Hey there, jerk. Uh, here is the next one. Though some of the things he's probably getting back at him is the one where he's busting into the bat cave and the reporters are taking all the pictures. Love that or when one. he's hanging with Don Rickles. Here's the next book. Eric. Or when Batman the, and the brings <laughs> up the picture of Bruce Wayne oh, that's and that's Dick Grayson. Best. Uh-oh, I think we have a problem, Robin. That's the last night that A-Several lived. Ah, Batman the Night number seven, written by Chip Zdarsky with art by Carmen Gigi of DeMonaco. I'm Licenci and Pat Broussel. So we're going to continue the deal, and in between from last issue to this, it, it was it was revealed before. I just didn't want to admit it, and I didn't want to say that Anton was actually Ghostmaker. I know Eric will now tell you it would be ridiculous if it wasn't. I just wanted it, it to be something a little more clever.
0: I just want this character to be exactly like Ghostmaker, but not
1: Ghostmaker. No, I, I just wanted it to be something more clever that you're just not throwing a Tynan character and seemingly trying to get just the not tiny, a tiny magic character. going. It is
0: just doing the new origin of Bruce Wayne.
1: Yeah, but again, you didn't have to show it every step of the way at the beginning of how it went. And then he watched him just shoot a guy right between the eyes. So it was weird. When we start out this issue, and he's hanging out with Anton. Oh, no, it isn't. It's Satara. And it looks exactly... it's, It's exact. What happened with this art? This is exactly the same exact model, character model of Anton. He looks older. Come on. No, he looks exactly like him, including... That Even Anton when I look had at Z- gray hair.
0: I know he had, he had gray silver fox just like Zatara. does. But when I look at this Z- Zatara that you sent me, what I actually
1: see is uh, like Alfred. No, I'm saying, though, that was if I went and showed you the front deal, whatever, same mustache, same exact haircut. It's the same exact character. It's the same character model. Why is it that it's exact? Even when you have the one thing where he's like looking out of the shadows, there's an exact panel of that in like issue three. It, it, this is so weird that you can't even make him look anything different. I thought it was Anton. I thought, well, that's weird because he shot a guy before, but it isn't. It's Zatara. And you get to see Bruce, you know, kind of dealing with the idea of learning magic. And maybe I should and learn more. And not just idea he's and-
0: learning stage magic and how to do escape itself. And, and, and the thing is, I've been waiting for this a lot, too, just because I wanted to make sure that Zatara still was a part of the training of Bruce Wayne on his way to Batman. Because we are updating a lot of things here and changing things here and there for a new Batman, for a new timeline, new world. And the idea, I wanted this to remain because this allows Zatanna and him to have the friendship from an early on, even to the point where we find out in this that, you know, it's John Zatar, uh, uh, Giovanni Zatar, what is it now? I think they call him John in this book. They call him John, but he said Giovanni at one point. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, and the thing is Giovanni here were fr- was friends with Martha and Thomas Wayne, and the idea that Zatanna and Bruce did hang out as children, stuff like that. So they have a long friendship here to the point where they are adults now, and have some more affection for each other than, you know, children would, I would say. But the idea even Zatara sees Bruce as a son. But I love this continuation of learning you know, the escapisms and the theatrics that be, would become like a Batman-ism later on. But also, Bruce Wayne being confronted in the world that there actually is real magic and how that turns say like, it throws him for a goddamn loop. Yeah, it does. It really does. And
1: again, he's learning escapism, sleight of hand. He's learning tricks to get out of things. He's learning things to fool people. Is this your so then when he so then, when he yeah, uh, he's mind
0: freaking everybody, and then when he ends up
1: when he ends up seeing an actual devil, yes, he thinks Father, like, I
0: shall become a Chris Angel. <laughs> he's like, oh no, I shall become a mind freak.
1: I will become a mind freak, Father. I will, as Chris Angel, like smashes through the window. He's bleeding out, and then when they go and get him, he pulls a card out of his asshole. That, that's the trick, Eric. Mind I like freak. It. I don't like it. Uh, is this your card? Well, it is now. There, Chris Angel. Uh, but yeah, when you're having this, I like that idea that at a point, Bruce comes in and thinks it's all fun and games. Oh my God, I'll go find where the wires are in Wire this guy's costume. Are. And they're like, no, no, that, that's It's almost real. like the
0: idea of like, you know, Scooby-Doo, curses Zombie Island. I think that came out like 2000 or 2001. But the idea that for all of you and me growing up, Scooby-Doo, this was just, you know, the, the Scooby gang going around. There's something haunted. There's always a guy in a mask. And that's the whole thing. Where eventually... In that, like, you know, that 2001 movie they put out, it's what happens to the Scooby Gang when they're actually confronted with real monsters and shit like that. And that always made me, like, it was, yeah, I'll tell you, I was 18 years old when that came out. I'm like, this is the greatest, coolest thing ever. They're actually confronted with zombies and sh- werewolves and shit. Yeah. And yeah. Cause that's all I ever wanted growing up, besides for just some old dude in a mask. And that's exactly what we have here, where, you know, Bruce Wayne's like, where's the wires and the mirrors? This can't be real. Whatever I just saw was sleight of hand magic, I'm like, no, Bruce, that was an actual demon from hell. What the hell you say? The hell?
1: that's kind of what they what did with the Scooby about, apocalypse book too they ended up showing like what would really happen if it, if it really goes down and i did like that because what bruce does then is decide well if if it is real then i have I to need master to learn it. that as I well i need to learn that and i need to be able to control this and it is that deal of no 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 that's a and i even got what am i learning your deity shit for when you can bring fucks from back from the dead yeah seriously i'm pulling you know freaking quarters out my buttocks i don't know what
0: magicians you're going to see but stop it (laughs) it's this weird butt magic just this guy down in the back alley you didn't realize that that i'm involved
1: in butt magic eric uh i like the idea because here is a story that almost gives you that vibe and could have eventually, if you continue to up that Vita Ayala nonsense story. Dude, uh,
0: this is what it should have been the entire yes, time. The idea where Zatanna and Bruce are taking it upon themselves because uh, Zatara is a fucking low down drunk at this point in yeah, time. Yeah, he's a drunk. Because, you know, he's, he's been upset about his wife dying and stuff. But the idea that they have to take the matter into their own hands with an unprepared Bruce Wayne and Zatara, Zatanna, who knows magic, but hasn't mastered it yet. And they go and do this whole thing to war out this demon so they could finally banish it and make sure it doesn't kill anybody else but the, the magic goes wrong because it should have been. It really is so... I'm telling you, we have one issue to that freaking six issue like a uh, story that was an Urban Legend and this somehow did so much more.
1: Yeah, and gave me a better connection with the characters without being an awful connection. You didn't need Superman here to be like... Tiss, 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 Batman.
0: I don't I <laughs> wonder home. He's just running his freaking two fingers over each other like this. Tiss, <laughs> tiss,
1: tiss. I just he has that. And he's like, I got a shovel and a Keep shotgun, Keep
0: Bruce. I'm like, what are you talking about?
1: Uh, but yeah, in this, you got that. And you could have even, if it was a longer deal, which I actually wished it was, I actually was having fun with this. I thought I like this connection. I thought maybe we would get two issues with it because of how big zatara and zatana are to him and the whole magic deal but i really do like that deal where he's even talking to zatana and she gets the idea that he's up to things you know you're trying to make yourself the best hey, whatnot, you, but you're up to things yeah but don't don't do that with magic please and i love that connection of Z- zatana saying it's not something you meddle well, with you have to give even up even
0: zatara as well where zatara goes to the whole idea of like like Bruce wants to learn this magic because why wouldn't he He wants to be the best at everything to freaking avenge the death of his parents. And like, you know, Zatara sees the idea that you were, you were driven with this darkness and and this vengeance. And this is what it's all it's going to be. If you learn magic, this is going to consume you. And that's all you're going to be. And even the idea at the end, because magic has a price hold to us over and over in this issue. And by the end, and the price for what Bruce would do if he learned this kind of magic, even freaking like a, a necro. Uh, like oh, a, yeah, ne- he starts getting Anakin. Uh, oh, yeah, the whole idea, deal, like, right? I want to like, talk to my parents or bring him back from the dead from this book that he grabbed from Zatanna's room. But the idea, the price would end up being if you learned this magic, you would have to like lose everything that you've learned along the way besides this. And I'm like, that's crazy. And the thing is, it's told, it's told so well. And it is because
1: Zatara is in a bad place. He's drunk you know how that is, Eric. And you end up where... Yeah, he's grief-stricken, his wife, and... I was drinking pina coladas last yeah. night. <laughs> no, really. My oh, friends look are at making you. fun of me. Look at you, yes. Um, did you smoke, actually, last I night? I did. Four cigarettes. I felt terrible this morning. Yeah, Eric gave up smoking and was afraid to go out drinking, and there you go. That's why you were afraid. But I like this idea where Bruce himself... He does want to talk to his parents. Like I said, it's like an Anakin thing, the dark side. Or even that mirror in Harry Potter where he just became obsessed with it because he saw his parents. That, you know, Zatara, he would want to do that. And you know that Zatanna would want to talk to her mom and whatnot, but they're, they're not because that's bad. And they even say, like, you're going to do something big here. You are obsessed with this mission that you're on and you would have to give it up. And I'm not so sure that at one point Bruce wouldn't have said. Yeah, I might give it up anyway. I wouldn't mind that. But
0: he's also upset that Bruce doesn't want to hang out and just do stage magic with him and carry that on is the legacy. True.
1: Also, it's funny because I do think Are that, that Kim No, I don't. I think Kim <laughs> does a really good job because there is a roller rollercoaster r- ride of emotions at Point with Zatara. At one point, he thinks. What I'm such a bum drunk, you want to take my place? And then he, oh man, you won't come to Vegas with me. Like Zatara is all over the place. He kind of needs a friend. Maybe Bruce is a little young, but hey, he's there. They're doing the stage I'm magic. Not he not has a natural affinity. Is. If I'm it.
0: Zatara and I know I'm a stage magician and stuff like that, this is my background, my life. We're gonna go and do all this stuff. If I see a kid who I'm learning, like teaching some card tricks to, who can hold his breath for 18 Butt minutes, magic. Like, you
1: know what? Yeah, you're the one. <laughs> exactly <laughs> you really and and then you kill him because they would take it over eric you don't want that seems like a tales from the crypt episode <laughs> i like this idea though where and and i never really think about the magic side of his training or whatnot but yeah he disappears from the Gordons. i mean he ends up doing this to mess around with people later and even have some fun whatnot misdirection sleight of you hand d- it all and that's what's great because that's what he's about misdirection sleight of hand a lot of times not your magic so when he starts talking about that and i like the you know he's naive he doesn't
0: think it's real well he's gonna learn even from this but later on you know shit is real real here yeah he's going to get face-to-face magic at some point so he's gonna have to learn about it now
1: and he's you know you see a bruce wayne when he is doing this we do need to see him struggle we do need to see him learn some things and we have and I think that this one, though, I think
0: this is the best one. Z- Z- Zatara and Zatanna, they, they won't teach him about magic, but he says to them, I need to know about this because then he unveils his quest about what he plans on doing, being the best and avenging and stuff like that and what he wants to be. He doesn't know exactly it's Batman yet, but he's on the path to do that. But the idea I just learned of a whole nother world that was make believe to me five seconds ago. This is something that's real that you two know about and don't want to talk about others out there, I can't not know something that somebody could use against me later on. I can't leave myself vulnerable. like sense. that. I need to be the best at everything or at least know how to counter what's going on. And, and the best deal is without Zatara and Zatana, he
1: that would have been a blind spot. He wouldn't would have, have seen that. So he figures He's this actually out. actually been like Superman. <laughs> to make it even better- You end up having them trying to get, you know, Zatanna wants her dad to be better. Yeah, they they miss the mom slash wife deal. And but they have to move on and she wants them to. And Bruce is able to inspire Zatar to go on. But I really love the idea that he knew Bruce's parents. So there's that connection there as well. And he says, your parents were great people. They were great people. I really liked it. And even at the end. And they're just sitting there and, you know, you they're going to go on to Vegas. They end up where he's put it, pulling himself together. And you do have that little talk. Hey, tell me a story about my mom and dad. It, it was
0: really nice. Oh, that I, ending for the idea that Bruce wants to give the book back that he stole yeah, from Zatara. And book. He's like, hey, Zatara, can you put this back <laughs> in your daughters? Because I just don't want to. I didn't want to give it back he to her and get the freaking. Well, <laughs> oh, that's the thing. He didn't want to get a lecture about what that whole thing. And Zatara has given up drinking. He's actually has a new lease on life. Throughout. Bruce has shown him stuff like that. They've got a new freaking stage act going to Vegas. But the idea is, look, Bruce, I can't teach you the magic that you wanted me to. And it's too much for you and stuff like that. You know that now. But you know what? There's a better thing, like, like a better kind of magic out there. It's called memories. And as long as we have these memories, the you magic of this them person, back. we love They're always go. And it's like, show me some magic. So the two to sit there before Bruce takes off to continuous training over a, uh, over a glass of ginger ale and they talk about Thomas and Martha Wayne. It was such a nice ending to this issue. And the ginger ale is a funny deal because you'll see that
1: a lot of times even later where, you know, he's pretending he's drinking or whatnot. Yeah. And even there, when you do have Satana leaving and Zatara, they want him to go to Vegas with them, but even they, they know that he can't. After Maybe all I'll this pass a cross
0: down the line, but I got a lot more training to do.
1: And yeah, and it was a really nice way, even as they're saying goodbye to each other. You know, hey, I love you. You know, I love you. Yeah, I love you too. And even that idea of, hey, you used to run around, we'd play hide and seek, and you'd cry, cry because I couldn't get it. It was so nice. Well, I'd cry because I'd lure you out you ever the tech tactician. He'll never, ever admit that <laughs> yeah, he did yeah, anything yeah. wrong. And I really like that. And so when you get the that, and move, here's the deal, I still think that it looks exactly like Anton, but maybe the players get a little alfred s to give him a little bit of an, another father figure that he's going, even though Zatara seems to look at him as an equal and treats him very well as an equal like that. But in the whole thing, you have this devil. That's coming after Zatara because he it, he it feeds sad. on grief. Yeah, it feeds on grief. Now, one of the art things that I thought was odd because there is a woman that's supposedly being
0: attacked or died in an I know, alley. I didn't know what the hell happened. No, in the beginning and they're of the like, issue. oh my it's god, problem. it's the same red glow. There was no Wait, red. glow. Th- there was glow. no red glow. I don't even know what happened to that woman, but there was no red glow when the body vanished here. Maybe showed up over here. There's nothing glowing. What you're talking about? It was the worst part about this book, this beginning and transition into the actual story. And those two that were pretty much robbing the
1: dead by pieces of shit, Eric, but...
0: They're dead. What are they going to do with the money? It's
1: kind of a cool concept, though, with Bruce finding out about... You're going to have your hands deep in their friggin' pockets Yeah, really. Zatara, it's kind of visiting him. I thought that he had done a deal, but it more seems like, you know, just the misery, and he's upset, and this is driving him, this and that. But when they see
0: Bruce and Bruce's grief and whatnot, they set it up as a trap. The, the the Bruce grief is one thing. It might actually be attractive, but then they do, like, you know, runes and sigils drawn on Bruce's body to enhance all the grief and pain that he feels, which just, like, they're telling you, they are waiting, like, okay, we're going to get, the, like, the, the ball rolling soon. Just go and make some tea. Maybe we'll start doing some stuff to call this team out. The, the freaking pain that is felt through the enhancement of his grief. It's a buffet. The demon is on them
1: immediately. <laughs> yeah, immediately. And I do like the way you play it because it's from hell. He ends up putting the tea kettle on. It starts bubbling right away. He's like, holy crap, what's going on? But you end up getting
0: some pentagrams and stuff. It looks cool. The uh, the colors really and pop through the points. illusions of this hell magic to make Bruce scared about the idea that he's in hell. He uses what he was taught by Zatara Zatar already with the idea of illusions, how things work. Feel the floor beneath you, feel the air in the air, like this is still the air that was here, it's not like a burning air or anything like that. So he uses what he was taught in this issue and even before the issue started to overcome this demon and lure it to the pentagram or this, the the protection sigil to allow it to be sent back to hell finally. Exactly, and uh, most of these issues in this series probably could
1: work as one shots at points, but this one actually is really good, and I think that down the line... Maybe they'll reprint this in some anthologies or some sort of combined things just because you can read this. If you haven't been reading this series and you just want to see a Zatana, Zatara, Bruce deal, I think that you should pick this up. It is really good. I, I thought that it was one of the, if not the best issue of the series so far, and it's one you've been waiting for. So Dude. I was excited when we ended up seeing it because from the minute this was announced, we better get to Atari. <laughs> we You were all get mad, this going on. yeah. You're like, we better get that, and then when we got it, it did not disappoint. It was did really not. good. Even even playing like a different angle at, at points and things like that especially that end the magic of memories and you'll always remember them
0: Look going into this book not only did I get Zatara and Zatanna and Bruce Wayne but I went into this book knowing that you were wrong about Ghostmaker It was amazing all around
1: Yeah Ghostmaker <laughs> Uh
0: so also again one of the things that I really do
1: appreciate chip Zdarsky did which some people some writers might want to do is you know have Zatara Zatanna try to convince Bruce not to do this and they don't really do that Bruce is doing his thing he's going to do his thing they're not going to teach them the bad stuff, though. That's where they, like, no, that will really, you know, change you. This is
0: the bad stuff. You don't want this, do we? You wouldn't be able to do your mission if you no, do you this, because that's no, this what would, talks. This would, like, so you know, like know, overcome that. you. It would consume yeah. you completely.
1: And again, like I said, Zotaro's having some problems, really treats Bruce as pretty much an equal and ends up, you know, being very nice and having stories of his mom and dad and things like that. You don't want
0: this, do we? <laughs> it's so good. I think I want uh, me some of that magic. I think
1: I do want some of that, that magic. I, I liked it. What would you give it?
0: I would end up giving this an 8.5 out of 10. I had a good time with this one.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go nine. I actually have been a little bit down on this. And yeah, I'd hate to admit that Anton is Ghostmaker. Though, again, I said, I just hope there's a twist, a clever twist. But now it's that. And then. You know, just the same clever twist as getting all of James Tynan's characters in the continuity, even after the stuff of you know a uh, dark crisis and things like that.
0: He's just a part of the origin now, Jimmy's He's going to have to do it. I was hoping it
1: reset, but uh, you know, and change a little things. So they they're just going to try to keep getting the James Tynan magic, and he just won another Eisner, so I guess that's gonna well, going to keep. going They just by. put
0: out the Ghost Maker action
1: figure. You can't get rid yeah, of them Yeah, there you go. It's a big seller. You guys all, I know everybody in that, the Slack the it. toys. In you know, the boys' choice, yelling about I that haven't stupid. Bought it, but a lot of finger. people have. You ghost maker with my butt magic is what I'm going to give you, Eric. You stay away from me with that butt. I don't
0: think I want none of that magic. Fruit
1: salad. I'm telling you, I eat a three dollar bill, which already that's crazy. And then I shit out fruit salad. You, I don't you'll be amazed how you, at my. Uh, you'll be amazed, Eric, at my butt magic. And then you go, "Hey, can I have some change?" And then I crap out some macaroni. Why would salad. I ask you it's for all anything about after salad. that?
0: I don't know why. I don't think like, we have a relationship after <laughs> that like, happens. Hey, can I
1: have some change and I, I shit out pepperoni? It's great. No, I, said, I, I think shit really needs goes. to
0: change. I don't need to oh, hang out with you anymore.
1: That's and I said, well, here you go. Here's my shit. It's going to change into pepperoni. See, it works both ways. It works so well. Easy peasy. I'm not the bad. Don't talk to me. Not, I don't have an affinity <laughs> for it. Uh, but we're gonna go off right now. We have uh, some mail. We have a nice email that we got actually today. We'll go through that and then we'll be back with three more books to finish out the putts. It a
2: veteran,
1: a Yo, which mail call? See, I'm wrong turn here. This is the mail, is everybody. And you know what that means, Eric, when it's What's the that? mail. It's time for meat and cheese. It's time for meat and cheese, that's right? what that means. Hey, if you want to email us, just like Joseph did this week, email us at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com. We read all of the emails. If it's positive, negative, it talks about Eric. I don't care. Docs his ass left and right. That'd be awesome. This is the mail from Joseph. Who you says, don't even hey, know
0: where I live. How's anybody else going to dox well, me?
1: I, uh, that's why I want them to do it, so I can go pay you a visit. I need them to dox you to me. Is what I need. I know the building, kind of. He lives over there. I just point to a random section of Quaker Town. Over that way, says, Ah, uh, yes, but maybe Joseph knows where you live. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he'll tell me the next time. Hey, Jim and Eric, my name is Joseph. I'm 15 years old, you know, because this is appropriate. And I love your podcast.
0: Didn't you take your young kids to go see Deadpool in the theater?
1: Yeah, because I was making a stand. Tanya said that she made me a jerk. Oh, "Oh, you're not going to take him? Oh, you said you would a jerk. Hey, look, kids, dad's a jerk. I'm like, yeah, I'm a jerk. All right, let's go, boys. I think Logan was like six. He was aghast. (laughs) Like the point where they're strippers. They're like, what the hell? I first got into superheroes with the game Lego Batman 3 Beyond Gotham when I was young. And then with the TV show Young Justice, so John show. Wayne is probably smiling right now. You didn't know that if you say Young Justice three times, John Wayne takes a dump. I, I don't know if you know that, you Eric, understand but now point, you I understand. do. Butt magic. As I got a bit older, I started reading the comic books, and then I found your podcast. That is usually, you know, the way that the, the stuff happens, right? Jumping no, no, into no, the, the comics was <laughs> a bit confusing for me. So I started with Rebirth, even though it had been finished. And while before I started reading, I've read comics from the New 52 and before and comics from post-Rebirth. Yeah. yeah. But the, for the most part, I've been reading and collecting Rebirth comics, although I love to start reading current release. And partially I have Titans United, Teen Titans Academy. Oh, my. All of those stellar
0: books. Look, I would have bought Teen Titans Academy either like you know when it came out. I hope he doesn't
1: get a bad idea of the overall quality of the line. But I've been mostly focused on Rebirth, and so I've been listening to the podcast episodes starting when Rebirth began. And boy, that was some fun times, wasn't it? We were very positive. He might also be in for a shock a little later uh, when we get to around the Heroes
0: in Crisis time. Well, just make sure if you are reading the Rebirth era and you are picking up the Rebirth Green Arrow, to make sure to look for that weird science symbol in some of the background pages. And that's
1: the thing. I ended up. Thinking to myself, well, he says in this that it's going to take him a while to get to this thing. So I ended up sending him a little note back. I got to send him a note about that. And then, yeah, now I'm stalking him. Uh, But, yeah, he's doing the podcast Rebirth again. The reason I'm sending this email is because I doubt you remember. But in one of your first Rebirth podcasts, Jim mentioned he had an autistic son. And Eric said the autistic brother. And I think we both remember that, that
0: we have them. Oh, he means us yes, mentioning I, we do it. Have those. Yes, We do have those. I don't do talk have to have mine it. and yours doesn't talk to you.
1: Yeah, no, he's talking back. And Tanya I mean, thought she was he's being been clever. Back his whole life. Oh, my God. Tanya thought she was clever. <laughs> and she kind of went to both of us and said, like, Dad said that he's really sad that you don't love him anymore. And then in the meantime, he was said crying the like opposite. A little bitch. I just looked at him like, I know what you're doing here. I'm <laughs> not that dumb. I know what you're doing. Fine. And Rafe ended up messaging me. So we've been talking. So no. that's nice, right? Yeah, I mean, was I just recently. Uh, yeah, now you do. And even like today, they ended up or last night, I told you, they went to the buffet that we always go to the Shady Maple and they invited me. That was very nice, but I couldn't go. And I think that's why they invited me. They knew I couldn't go. <laughs> I was just, it would have been great. I'm like, yeah, I'll go. They're like, oh, shit, uh, what do we do now? Oh, oh, they, as they're putting a knife in the tire Turns out we don't have problems. enough room in the car for you, dad. Exactly. I was just recently at age 15 diagnosed with autism. I live in a very small town. And so I don't really know anybody else like me. And, you know, you'll find some people and really just be be yourself. Obviously, I don't know your son or brother either, but it was really cool for me to find out that two people who make a podcast I love and are super into comics, just like me, had a connection to something that can at times feel like uh, something very isolating for him. I just wanted to say, even if I'm about six years late, that your episode made me super happy and made me feel like I was less alone. If that makes sense, and that's cool. I actually right, send them back, and like me and you have some issues ourselves, and totally. we get to talk about comics on this, and it's nice to be able to have the get fresh crew. Something I never cool. would have thought we would have. By this point, usually in my time frame of life, things all those people would have ditched me by now and would have thought I was a weirdo and whatnot. But I new, love but the it's podcast. It's cool to be a weirdo
0: over here. Weird, science. yeah, it is. That's what we
1: do. We are weirdos over here. I love the podcast, and and again. We come on the podcast and I talk about like how I'm there and I'm in a battle against people who don't know me on the bike or things like fighting with people. Those are the things that drive everybody from my life because I get too intense and too over the top. But hey, I'm celebrating it here. I love the podcast. and Once I can start to figure out the best way to keep current with new comics coming out in addition to Rebirth. I'm excited to listen to both previous and new episodes each week. So hopefully is listening well, if to this. Well, you can afford
0: it, or if your parents or whatever came we to buy it for you, get the DC Universe app. Oh. That's a great way to keep up with, you know, DC Comics from Rebirth. They're all airs, really, up until like six months ago. It's a six-month That gap, is right? true.
1: That is true. I thought that you were actually going to, like, say, get an eye patch and a, a hook, you know, start pirating. I was afraid you'd do that well. now. <laughs> Let the 15-year-old get the app. That'd be good. And yeah, that is a good play. And especially if you're already
0: behind anyway you can just kind of get somewhat current hopefully i I don't know how things are now because when i was 15 years old i didn't have any money to the world like i had to wait for like birthdays or christmases and that shit was spent right away so the idea of having a subscription board games, and i got board games but no the idea of keeping up a subscription i don't know if kids are more savvy nowadays because everything has like an online kind of deal everything was like you know cash to pay at that like when i was a kid so i don't understand how things work. so maybe you can do that though
1: yeah, it was weird. When I was a kid, I had to go and like kind of, you know, hey, Siegel, you, you got anything for me? Ah, let me finish this up.
0: Like when I when I had a Marvel subscription when I was a kid for a year until they screwed me over on that Colossus death, I ended up having to like, send a check in the mail and just hope that it got there and I got my stuff.
1: I was talking on the Comic Aficionados YouTube channel, today and somebody ended up mentioning the death of Colossus, and I just started clapping. I'm like, oh, poor Eric. <laughs> that was the end of his X-Men days. He was so upset. Uh, but, yeah, actually, you have a really good uh, suggestion. And I actually was really hoping that San Diego Comic-Con, that they would have announced that they're going to go to three months like the Marvel app at the time. That really would really give it some oomph. But not the case. six months, though, that's, that's cool enough. And you get all those and you can catch up on some old things as well. I think that's a really Definitely keen. That's a keen deal, Eric. And he says, thanks so much. And that is Joe. And I hope that Joseph is listening and can hear this right. And now as we say it and give a little shout out, but I probably will send a mail and say, hey, if you didn't hear it, Eric suggested getting the app. So that's a pretty cool deal. Uh, But that's it. That's the mail. Thanks for mailing in, uh, Joseph. And we're glad that you can be part of the Get First crew. Uh -uh. (laughs) And yeah, a bunch of weirdos. That's what we are. So we're going to go off now and get a little weird with these books. I'm just going to keep saying
0: weird stuff, Eric. You've been saying weird stuff all night with butt uh, magic. Well,
1: I, I meant actually the word. I didn't mean butt magic. That's actually, and that's brown magic, if you will, as I learned about it. It's like between the that's white not. and the black magic, brown magic, Eric. Code didn't brown. You we black got Adam here?
0: T- this week. Yeah, that, the it is,
1: that is true. The brown magic. So we're going to end up. Going off and we're going to be talking about three bangers of books, Nightwing, Flash and the Catwoman. Well, he stares into the mirror, moosing up his hair, blows kisses to himself, and he really thinks that he rizzed hair. Well, that's just every shape. Looking for a star screen, or maybe a hot cap, spends all his money buying
2: all that crap. Well,
1: that's just Eric Shea. And we are back with one Eric Shea. And Eric, I don't know if you know this, but it's time for meat and it cheese. It is time for the meat and cheese. I thought it just cheese. was time for meat and cheese. It's always time for meat and cheese, Eric, especially when. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I laugh when in between deals I'm thinking about, you know, the brown magic that I like to do, the little butt magic. And then I think of the idea at points when I say to you. Why don't people take us seriously with our reviews? And I tell you, I I know why. I think I know why myself now, but we have three more books here to finish off the podcast. And, you know, you have a couple Bat Family books. You got a couple tie-in or at least one tie-in to the big event. And we're going to start, though, with Nightwing. And I saw uh, a bunch of people, and with that, You know, I've been a little down on this Nightwing book, mainly because of the progression, uh, because you haven't had much progression. The story heartless is kind of hanging out, doing not much. And then we finally did see him step up his game a bit and go after Blockbuster just just to disappear again. Which is great. Usually really rattled
0: Blockbuster.
1: Yeah, it did. Uh, But really what you usually get people kind of bite back at Tom King about or Tom Taylor, I'm sorry, is the idea that he has kind of surface level politics. He ends up where people think he signals and things like that. And that does kind of annoy me at points. And there are parts in this that you kind of have to look past and say, OK, that's just what's happening in this. I'm not really that concerned. And really, my biggest problem with the politicking and this here, like Hippolyta does, if you don't know, Eric, the uh, is that I'm more interested in other parts of the story. And I really like seeing Blockbuster. I, I love seeing Blockbuster rattled, rattled to the point now where he's stepping it up. And I think that this issue actually gets me a bit back on board with this book overall because you have some big things happening. You have some stuff, though, like I said, you're going to have to overlook some of the things and maybe some of the things that you might be annoyed with. But that's just me, Eric. It's like time for the and cheese. <sighs> you know, Nightwing number 94 here, written by Tom Taylor, art by Herodo Borges, Adriana Lucas and Wes Abbott. So the whole deal is the cops that were caught on film wrecking up the haven. The and haven, yeah. And the funny thing is, because we didn't really see a lot of the damage. A lot of the damage we was just. We saw fire set. and vandalism and that. Yeah, smashing and most up of the fire like was just mentioned. I'm telling you, it's like, well, you know, you have these fires being lit I know we had had that had in the background. Yeah, it was just more of the idea because there wasn't much until Nightwing came and just started beating people up. And so you end up where. You know, they were photographed, they they were, well, they're cops and that's where people
0: will will kind of
1: fire back. Well, that's the thing. I think that mostly in this where some of them might take the fall or whatever, I think most would probably have just been fired and they would just move on and probably be on a list where they would squeal. I, I ended up looking up some things and the idea when you start out and there's not a real way to tie in real world to the comics deal, but really what Tom Taylor likes to do, just like the whole deal with hate. And the idea with the kids who were out in the tent city, he likes to like mention things and then big events happen and then they get pushed aside like those kids just sleeping out in the open, Eric. I didn't like that even after the fact. But in this, it just seems to set up, well, we want to
0: get Maggie Sawyer in. Here as police well, commissioner. Well, it's not even that the idea where we have the cops who are like being, you know, like uh, they're being like interrogated by the. But the idea that we're just saying we're going to like, you know, sc- uh, give you the screws here unless you tell us what's going on. But ultimately, these are small potatoes because we ultimately want to get Commissioner McLean, who is one of the right-hand men of Blockbuster.
1: Yeah, and so what you end up doing here is set him up in a very bad way that I really do think, and even at one point where melinda says hey i don't mind doing some entrapment now and again i'm like this guy's gonna walk free he's gonna get a high-priced lawyer but, you know and they're just gonna end up finding out it was entrapment the idea of the filming and all that I, it just is a weird even
0: with that you know he's not gonna keep his job and the most important thing in this though is that he is leaving right now he's being told hey look the freaking the da they're coming they're gonna beat down your door they know that you're involved with blockbuster and what happened to Haven. I need you to get out of town. I already have a like a airport ticket, like you know, airplane ticket, like in your name, anonymously given and stuff like that. Get out of town. He's taking like passports, money, and even taking his documents that he has on Blockbuster as insurance and stuff like that. And that is the setup. Though he ends up getting like you know arrested. While Nightwing takes him out, but Nightwing makes sure that he takes all the paperwork that has to deal with you know Blockbuster and his dealings, which will ultimately take down the network in general. Well, McQueen, he might walk on all this, but eventually he's going to be taken down from this.
1: Well, that'd be fine. And you end up, I don't know, because they take the blockbuster paperwork as if they're going to look through it and not really show it because how did they get it? But even so, here's what I'm saying. This book has had a overall, you know, progression problem. You end up, the pacing has been real slow. There are issue after issue where we want something. So I don't mind pushing things ahead. But boy, in an issue where Nightwing is still chasing down McClane on the freeway, As they are introducing Maggie Sawyer as the new commissioner, it's a little quick that you're not going to end up being able to do that. But again, I'll let it go because the pacing has been off and let's just get this going. We know we know that he's guilty. So you really don't have to worry, but really, they haven't even really arrested him and they're already announcing a well, no, new commission.
0: He, he was arrested. We don't know how what the time jump is in between the whole thing, though.
1: You also have to have a trial. You also have to it's too quick if you rent realistic. It's a comic. I get it. And I like Maggie Sawyer. And if in we went here. through all
0: that stuff you tell me how boring no, it would that's be what that I'm saying. But maybe
1: I mean, I don't know why we needed Maggie Sawyer right now, right here. Maybe this will play out. But if she just disappears for a while. I wonder why we didn't do anything more. And even the continuity is a little wonky saying that she was the commissioner of Metropolis. Yeah, It seems part really the weird the idea unit. that
0: Melinda Zuko goes and brings in Maggie Sawyer. Cause not even the idea of like the in-world, but like Tom Taylor himself writing this, all right, here's, you know, Maggie Sawyer, the new commissioner of Bloodhaven, who was the former commissioner of, of Metropolis. I'm like, I don't recall that. I know she was in charge of the, like the special crimes unit and stuff like that. But also here's Dan terrible Terp. And I'm like, It is weird bringing Dan Turpin back out of nowhere. It's going to be cool because he's going to knock some heads to clean up the streets because he's old school, and that's the way he did things back in his day. It's going to be interesting to see that. And just, It's a funny thing, though, to have this because you have, like, right now, an I Am Batman, all of a sudden, like, Renee Montoya, the new commissioner of Gotham, she's getting offered a job in New York as the commissioner. She might not take it, but the idea... And then here's Maggie Sawyer. All I can think about, Batwoman's fucked both of you. That's crazy. And you're both commissioners of different cities. (laughs)
1: And and again, here here's my problem. Like I said, the pacing deal, and I would have probably had a deal, but he's even in like you had in the Superman Son of Kal-El. Tom Taylor has this problem where he'll deal with some things ad nauseum. He'll do it a little too much. And then all of a sudden he realizes, I got to do comic booky things and really shoves it at you, uh, like The Rising and things like that. And even having Dreamer come to progress that. This isn't as, it doesn't feel as forced or quick. It just kind of made me shake my head of all this thing where suddenly now boom now maggie sawyer's in it's just done and i bet you we don't ever hear anything with mclean or any of these we also have 20 cops that are out but what are you going to replace them but all this is is to get maggie sawyer in and turpin like you said to knock some heads and also
0: getting melinda outed and also the idea that we can finally pick up on the storyline of Nightwing's sister melinda Zuko.
1: yeah so that's the thing when i'm talking about all these things that i'm like oh come on it's not really that much of a problem. I don't mind because I do like a lot of the things in this. I said, this is one of my favorite issues well, that we've we had recently. we a push
0: on Blockbuster and everything's going on now that, like, you know, by the end of this issue that uh, Blockbuster discovers that Melinda is the inside source that's been, like, telling Dick Grayson about everything's going on that's been stopping his assassinations and all the stuff that, like, Blockbuster's been doing. Now we have Blockbuster finally having some leverage to push back. Yeah, and, and really,
1: and a setup, this is a... One of the better setups. More electrocutioner. Up. <laughs> I know, electrocutioner. He, he's there, like, doing the setup the and whatnot. Just the idea
0: that we have in this whole book, the whole thing is, Belinda is on the inside, you know, working for Blockbuster as the mayor of, of Bloodhaven, and she's been alerting Dick Grayson, who she knows is Nightwing, to everything that's been going down so we can secretly take down Blockbuster. But as this is going on, and the idea where you just have, hey, uh, like, you have electrocutioner and Brutale there, but electrocutioner, hey, boss, what do you do You know, what? Electrocutioner, you asked too many questions that I don't want to answer. So, what we have, we have He's Bland like, to I asked one later. question. He's like, that's as he, one as too, as too inside many. Person, like, I need to show you something, Melinda. And you were freaking worried the entire time because we know what's going on. But when he opens up the door and you see you freaking electrocutioner tied up and beaten, like, this is our inside mole right now. He hasn't talked yet, but we're going to make him talk. I'm like, oh, God, poor Lester. <laughs> yeah, I thought this
1: was one of those plays of, like, you're going to have to sample the product. You're going to have to but put the bone in his head. But the worst is
0: Melinda totally screws everything up. Yeah, over why because, would yes, she do that she right She doesn't want an innocent man. Now, he's not innocent, but he's innocent of the crime that Blockbuster's going to torture him for, being the inside mole in his operation. But the idea with electrocutioner there in the room, it's like, all right, Blockbuster, leave it to me, Melinda Zuko. I'll get the answers out of him. As soon as Blockbuster shuts the door, she pulls the phone. Dick Grayson, Melinda Zuko here. You no, know, your sister. Doing? I, I got to yeah. tell you this. So, like The whole idea that she outs everything, who she is, her connection to Dick Grayson, stuff like that. And if for some reason, Electrocutioner is able just to get up and shock her right there, like he's not even tied down. I'm like, why did you just throw everything away? And now Blockbuster knows exactly what you've been doing and that you're the Mullen for some I just, she just, calls it,
1: Dick Grayson up and says, like, basically, hey, is this you, Dick Grayson? This is an unsecure phone line. It's Melinda Zuko. You know, your sister that's undercover as the mayor and really going <laughs> against Blockbuster. And I'm here pretending to torture the electric user. Like, why are you saying all that? You could just say, hey, it's me. Or... You know, don't say it in front of anybody, even if you do think you're going to save electrocution, He's still electrocutioner.
0: But it's so weird because electrocutioner is tied up in this scene. He's almost he's like tied up in a room that he's being beaten in and stuff like that. Blockbuster leaves. And as soon as Melinda starts talking, it doesn't seem like he's tied up anymore. It almost seems like he's in on the plan to out Oh, I think he is. This. I mean, I, I don't think he is.
1: I think he is. I think he is because he's the one that blasts her. And then, hey, I think that the ba- the worst part is, is that they're like, okay, I, uh, electrocutioner, you're asking too many questions. So- we're gonna do this. I don't think it's you, but I still want to punish you a little. I'm gonna beat the living crap out of you and put you in. He's like, okay, boss. What do you, you know? Just a little bit. He just beats the crap oh, out gosh. of him. He gets up and he's the one who stops her, shoots her, and then when
0: you have him come in, her.
1: Yeah, I think that. Yeah, and I think that. I think he's fully in. I think that even that's the full What the hell?
0: It's her. She's the rat. She called Grayson, and then like the idea, like you know, I'm very disappointed in you, Melinda. I'm like. What was the plan here? Just like the hope that she would call? Like, yeah, I just I think Maybe that she would torture maybe. Lester a little bit. Here's the that's what I, I think that the
1: play was almost a sample of the product deal that you have Lester there and hey, see what she does. If she doesn't do it, then I know that but this went too far. Give me the blowtorch, I'm gonna burn his
0: balls off oh god please i don't want to all play all of a sudden anymore. you have electrocutioner <laughs>
1: blockbuster she's doing it
0: he's yelling it please please he has oh like a safe word
1: zucchini he's yelling you "Like what are you talking it. about oh, i'll be great and he's like i'm not a great speller oh no it's done getting medieval on his ass oh that'd
0: be great but yeah you end up even having when she him picks do up that. those tin snips is like just leave it the me black We're talking about like, it, like let's just say she goes and does something. It's just like, oh my god, poor executioner. In
1: those, do you think at that point and I'm looking at them? Is she going to cut off fingers? Do you think, or maybe take out like teeth Further. or something? <laughs> oh, really? You're going that I mean, they are like shears. So I guess at one point I thought they were like clamp type things. But yeah, you're taking fingers and toes, you really are and maybe Lester. other things. Yeah, we're gonna get a shocking development here, there, pal. Ah, uh, but with that, let's see your lightning rod. I don't know, Eric. I don't know any of the other jokes that we'd use there. But she done messed up. I mean, and and to make that a cool cliffhanger, because we do like Melinda. We want more. Well, not her. only do we
0: like Melinda, thing is, I think, how can we even like Melinda? I like the concept. of Melinda It's just we know well, we have except for at one point in time, Dick Grayson's father went and banged her mother while he was on a break.
1: I didn't love that, but that that's fine. But yeah, so you end up where she's in big trouble, and and. It's a well, like I said, and I started to say earlier, it's one of the better put together issues, even though, like I said, some of the things I think were pushed to. Oh, it's a Taylor issue. It flies by. It flies by, but you do end up getting your action. You do end up getting Dick Grayson being, you know, great old Dick Grayson, you know, always winning the day or
0: whatever. But with the Melinda stuff is good. dude. You get Nightwing on a motorbike, getting a chase going on. And even the idea of playing chicken with Commissioner McQueen's yeah. car on a motorbike. I swear to God, when he let that the bike. Motorbike. I swear to God, <laughs> Commissioner McQueen was dead in that car. I'm like, yeah, what did you so do, did Dick?
1: And then you get a kiss there. You get Haley. You do get- You get everything you want. Yeah, you do. And then I swear to God that the biggest incriminating evidence Haley eats. So then, you know, that's a problem. She's, she just slobbers on a little bit. She's And fine. you get a- a mention of Blockbuster being freaked out by Heartless. Hey, this guy showed up. I don't know what the hell was going on. We're
0: not perceived as strong anymore. Some guy came into my home and wanted to take everything away from me. We need to up the ante and make everybody afraid of Blockbuster and what we stand for once again. Just the idea that he is losing control of this city and he's not going to stand for this shit. I'm like, yeah, you are rattled. But now he has the leverage to fucking fight back with Melinda.
1: And with this, uh, you don't have the normal Bruno Redondo art, but I think that the art's really good in this. Yeah, and I like the... Love the scale of Blockbuster when he's there sitting with Melinda's mom, but also with Melinda in the limo. Like he is so freaking big and imposing. And even that to see him freaked out by Heartless, that's a big deal. I like where he has that coffee or teacup and it's like this little thimble in his hand. Uh, But, yeah, he ends up at the end like, oh, my God, espresso. Exactly. And it's like me, Eric, with anything. I'm a big fella. And then you end up where she had called Dick Grayson and and the phone kind of is still the lines open and he picks it up and he's like, hey, Dick Grayson, you're going to be in big trouble now. And I got the Melinda and there's trouble going down here because the whole play was some of the people, because they did their due diligence that they said the, the apartment building before it blew up, people were evacuated before the explosion so somebody tipped them off we, we we went and talked to
0: some of the tenants of you know and you Dick would Brace's i mean he said that they alerted before it so he knew what's going on and the only people that knew what was going to happen is you melinda and electrocutioner <laughs> and i trust Kushner. you
1: yeah yeah and i i would even say that at the end i think that he might be a little upset i think that he kind of likes melinda he is mad though he says and that's also the thing that leads to this he ends up getting melinda's like what's up with this maggie sawyer And why is she? Because Blockbuster wants to be able to handpick the next commissioner. He wants somebody that would be on the take. Just like McLean, like let's keep this train rolling, and she's like, "Oh well, no, didn't no, no! They can't swipe Dan."
0: Look, we—I ha- had short notice. They made me do it really quick. Yeah, they made me do it really quick. And she's from Metropolis. What kind of crime is she used to when Superman? That's around, a good really? line. Yeah,
1: and like really, she's not going to be anything. She's not hard hitting. They don't do anything over there. It's pretty much like a puppet. And Dan Turpin, he's old and he's long in the tooth. Like he freaking retired forty years ago in DC Comics. He's gonna start slamming heads into the concrete. It's gonna cause some problems in He's pretty tough, too, and we can only hope that this will allow Atomic Skull to come and take up residency in Bloodhaven as one God, of I the- I wish Atomic Skull was still a part of that special crime. unit. That'd be unit. so
0: great. But didn't they turn him back into a villain after that?
1: Well, they did. Remember, he was in Joshua Williamson's Batman right. Superman, so he ended up kind of- Disappointing. You know, they ended up- Remember, he was kind of going insane, and they were using I him. hero Atomic Skull. I think it was- a, Wasn't an Ultra Humanite was tapping into yeah, his it powers and stuff? It was nonsense, so- Oh, I'm telling you, Atomic Skull is a redemption deal of the Metropolis Special Times Unit was one of the best ideas that we had. And it was so goofy and fun that it was just awesome. But I don't think we're going to get that. But with that, Maggie Sawyer's Tough Cookie. We Turbin, go. he's going sma- well, to start smacking. He's going to start doing. I think he's dead. I Turbin think as that well. he's going to. Yeah, I think Turbin is going to get involved.
0: Well, the thing is, if Tom Taylor is going off of the Batman or the Superman animated series, whereas I always think of when I think of Dan Turbin for some reason, but the idea of that, even in that, he died. Darkseid murdered his ass in a freaking kids cartoon in yeah, the 90s. I 90, think so is going to get him. If that's what he's planning to bring it back with the idea of like this nostalgia for people who enjoy that coming back like that, maybe he will end up getting killed. Yeah,
1: and maybe this will get some, you know, other characters, and maybe we do have a Batwoman show up at, out of nowhere at points or whatever. That'd I love be you still, cool Maggie. Well. Kind of cool. <laughs> she keeps Remember driving Remember when we were engaged and then that vampire the put her
0: hoodoo on me? Yeah,
1: really. Yeah. Remember when we weren't allowed? She's just driving slowly past the apartment or the precinct. I just want to
0: make sure you're safe.
1: Who are you interrogating
0: tonight? I want to make sure.
1: But yeah, this that's, I like Maggie. Who are you
0: putting the screws to because it ain't to <laughs> me?
1: Yeah, really. And I... I said, I thought it was a little, I mean, they're really they're chasing them down and they're already in inter- but I don't mind it because I do like Maggie being that. And a lot of the books seem to be rushing to things at this point to get things done before you get to the end of dark crisis, even and stuff. So, Hey, if the pacing picks up, if we get heartless next issue and get a lot of things, Melinda, that's a great cliffhanger. I'm in, uh, what would you give this
0: 7.5 out of 10? Yeah, I'm an
1: eight. I, I seem to be about 0. 0.5 above you. And most of them. But yeah, I was surprised because I have been a bit down on the Nightwing book, and this one, I, I like
0: this. I still think it's really good. I'm telling you, are going to get all you did, but the pacing is everything's fast. Everything has to be crammed in here for like, here's a taste of this, here's a taste of this, and let's move on as quick as possible.
1: Yeah, again, I'd rather have this than... And even when they didn't do anything, the pacing was always quick, so I didn't need... You know, more of let's clean up graffiti from an Alfred statue. Yeah, you
0: you had to have that. But I like the entire blockbuster network was taken down by some cops graffitiing an Alfred statue. Yeah,
1: I mean, and again, that's what happens when people start being assholes. I mean, that was never a blockbuster Blockbuster's probably furious. About what that was and what that
0: even meant. The I'm idea. sure Blockbuster got McLean to do that. Probably McLean doesn't seem like a guy who does stuff on his own. That guy's Captain Obvious, so he's like, <laughs> hey, let's do that. I love the idea that the motherfucker's going on the run and he has to put on his commissioner uniform to freaking go on the run. I'm like, what are you doing? Stop it. Be incognito. He took lessons from Artemis, who is on the, the
1: rails doing the hobo chili, but she's dressed as Artemis. Like, come on now. Not a lot of clothes in her size. And, and, you know, he, their captain, obviously, like, oh, I could just imagine he would have gotten
0: away, but it took him a while to get everything hey, right. Yeah,
1: commissioner, there, Here, let me tighten that up there. Let me go there. All right. Everybody just downstairs. kept wanting to
0: say hello because they recognized him as a commissioner.
1: Yeah, really. They're all yelling, hey, commish. <laughs> He's like, I do not know who you're talking about. That must be my twin brother. That's what I did at the Wawa. The That one was time, a great show
0: it? that I used to love to watch. The yeah, commish. The commish.
1: <laughs> like, hey, you got some hair there. Well, way to go, thing. Ah, uh, yes, Eric, but we'll move on to the next issue, which is one of your issues. What is it?
0: The Flash, number 784, written by Jeremy Adams, with art by Amanke Nahulapan, Jeremy Cox, and Rob Lee. And in this Dark Crisis tie-in, we are continuing to search for Barry Allen in the multiverse, and previously we saw that our team of speedsters were separated because while these kids did not behave themselves and went and screwed <laughs> everything up by going, jumping in the freaking multiverse Was it that, first. or
1: did we reveal that it was Mr. Terrific made too many bracelets? Not enough bracelets at some point, because what happened to Jay Garrick? That's true, but still, you, why have that other one? In
0: our search for for Barry Allen here, we have teams that are split up, and at one point we have Max Mercury and Jesse Quick in a Mad Max weird thing. And it's weird, because the idea of bringing the Infinite Earths back for what we're doing in Dark Christ right now, it seems like this is one of them, just because what Mad Max Barry do we know that's actually in the multiverse right now? Because I don't recognize this world, but it's just the Mad Max Barry world that, you know, Jesse Quick and Max Mercury have to go and, you know, save Barry from. We have the kids in a weird uh, Batman Flash amalgam kind of world where it's the Night Flash in that like Gotham kind of situation where they're afraid of that. And it's just like, you know, and then you actually have Wally West and Wallace West, our Flash and Kid Flash, in the real going deal. to Barry's actual dream world that we, you know, pin down the Barry Allen signature to. And in- I don't know. For some reason, it's just, I feel like there should be way more Barry Allens in the multiverse for what, how they explain how they're going to pin down and stuff and do like how they're actually going to find Barry. But it seems like this is just it. I don't know. Maybe we had to like pull sliders and we have to search through more things. Maybe they will because the idea of like, well. We're in the Mad Max Barry universe, and this isn't our Barry. Okay, I guess we just hit our freaking. Yeah, it's re- funny. Bas- you, you want more, I back. want
1: less. Uh, this Mad Max deal and having Terra Humongous. Oh, no, I, I,
0: I want nothing to do with this whole it's thing too just much. because it's it's a goofy concept. Where it's it's just, like, just goofy. Hey, everybody, Mad Max and stuff like that. You like Lord Humongous from the, like Road Warrior, don't you? That's well, too much. This. Right? It is too much. It's it just went a goofy too much. Concept. It
1: went too much, and. uh with that, though... It just
0: combines, like, you know, Fury Road and Road Warrior stuff together. And yeah. here's, to,
1: like, Barry Allen. And it was just too much, like, that. Like it's nothing and clever. And I don't have anything
0: clever to call him, like a Mad Max. What's it like? Is it a brutal Barry? What am I doing here? You know, Mad Max Mercury, they should have been
1: yelling at. He should be all furious there, because it's Furious Road. I don't know. But when you end up having all that going on, the stuff with the kids and the Batman Flash, like, that's at least interesting enough, but it it goes back to... Death metal, and and we've seen this too many times. We've seen these amalgams too many. When Don't you either. get to the actual world, the actual trap world, Jeremy Adams actually spells out the world where I think that it's uh, perfect, hundred percent perfect of a world that's supposed to be trapping these heroes. It should adjust to any sort of problem that goes in to almost like a hyper time within these worlds to make things fit into that, so that everybody might get you know confused and end up wanting to be there, like a Wallace when he's there. I think that that is really well spelled out. And I wish that we had those in the Young Justice deal and also that Tom King nonsense that he did with Superman and Superboy, where you have a world that's supposed to trap them and it's supposed to be these dream worlds. Well, make that world you know, malleable to anything that would happen so that you keep trapping them. But these heroes are smart, eventually will figure it out or whatnot. Because when Wallace gets in, I mean, they're there to stop and get Barry, but he even gets, you know, pretty much glamored into this because well, that's of how great, because great we it have the
0: is. we have the tie-in though that's going in at the not the tie-in, but like the the continuation of what we had in the previous issue at the beginning where it says 24 hours from now where you see Barry Allen beating the ever loving shit out of reverse flash, like in that dream world kind of art style. It's like, oh my god, what's this all about? And now we get to see the idea when Wally actually does confront Barry in his dream world, this dream world presents Wally as Eobard Dawn and Barry loses his mind. We're like, I will not let that's you hurt my family clever, ever though. again. And that the person that Barry was beating the crap out of was not Eobard, but Wally. Yeah. And I think that what you get lost in the
1: translation, especially with the Young Justice tie-in, the Dark Crisis tie-in, and that Tom King dealer, these are worlds that are supposed to be containing these heroes and making them stay there and keeping them happy. So when you do have the cleverness of this, of, okay, if Wally comes in and we know from say however they're working it out. He's going to think that he's reverse flash because he's going to freak out on him. That's really good. That is a really good way because then you almost have to fight against that. You're trying to get this. But this world is trying to contain Barry. It doesn't want Barry to escape. It wants him not even just to be happy, but wants him to stay there and not be alerted that anything's wrong. So he goes and attacks Wally, who just ends up like, what are you saying? And finally, he's like, Thawne, I told you. I'm not Thawne. He's yelling as Wallace goes off. And is invited to the barbecues and like everything he's always wanted. He gets here. So he's even almost trapped in. So you get the two of those. I thought that was really cool. I really didn't. Again, I like the kids. So I do like the kids going and, you know, the, the night flash.
0: Well, the Night Flash thing, is uh, it's not bad right now. Like the Mad Max, Mer- uh, Mad Max, Mercury, I said I didn't be like because the
1: Amalgam things, but I like it's the kids and they're
0: dealing with a different version of the their The Mad dad. Max Barry stuff I can do without because it really does nothing. I really want to see Jesse Quick and Ma- Max Mercury do more than pretty much, you know, just be kind of what feels like killer in this issue, sadly. But even when you go to the Amalgam Flash Batman world where this whole idea where when this like, you know, I am the night freaking Flash goes and sees Irie and Jay and they run away because they're scared of this whole thing. and he says speed powers. I don't care how many people you give, like how many henchmen you give powers to knives, I'll stop you. And when the kids do run away and realize, Oh shit, I forgot my wrist. I left my wristband behind. So they're screwed there. But somebody says, Come on. You don't have much time. And they're like drawn into a freaking warehouse by some shadowy figure. Hopefully it's, it's to, not candy man to where, Well, I'm saying, I'm worried it's not knives, whoever that know. character is, because the idea who's like a villain of this night flash is given speed powers. For people to go up against this whole thing. Like you won't hide from me forever. This is my city. You hear me? My city. I'm like, this issue doesn't do much for me with this, but from where we leave things here, this could be a very compelling story in the flash going forward. But the real winner is that dream world, because even when you have the whole idea where the dream is making sure that Barry stays content by not allowing him to see Wally West and making him still, I think he's fighting a villain in the When you have Wallace West go and confront this dream world, Wally, and you like the idea that, Oh no, no, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not in my flash shoot anymore because I'm retired. Thinking back to the time when kid flash retired stuff, but like, at that point in time, like, why do I need to be here when you're here? And you see everything change for Wallace, where now he has this new 52 flash suit, like kid flash suit on and stuff like that. And then he's brought in and like having a, a West family meal to having everything that he ever wanted, except for I wish his father was here, you know, before, without the whole reverse flash nonsense. But like when you have Jesse Quick, when you have like Red Arrow and stuff like that, everything he really wants out of this world. And honestly... I think really with this flash that he has on here, this is like original kid flash that he once wore. It almost feels like even being his own man.
1: Yeah, it does. And they end up like, hey, nice flash shoot. Hey, Burst, what are you? And it's kind I'm of cool. finally and, and, home. And even with that, you get the kind of play where it is Wally saying, hey, you know, I retired, whatever kind of like pre-crisis on Infinite Earth, The idea of, you know, the whole sickness and that nonsense and whatnot. But there's Barry's there. Everybody's there as a family altogether. I mean, this is kind of a whole time deal where they're all together and and again that's what wallace wants and it would well, be even great this barry's if you not included it's
0: just the west family stuff at this point in time and some like you know someone i don't know who the character is on the like closest to us in the foreground who's sitting yeah, next I to Emiko too and i have no idea who that is but i'm like i find it very interesting yeah, so let's I do see what know. it
1: is yeah that's pretty cool and so you have all this and it really is like This dream world deal is is getting Wallace too because it's giving him what he he wants, and that's what I like there. And in the meantime, the world itself, the hyper time of the world, I don't know what you would call it, the dream maker, uh, has realized that Wally being there, yeah, you end up Wally there. That's the real threat, and the real threat being that that we have to you know make it so. And I thought actually at points you were going to have say Wally vibrate through the wall or do something that Thawne couldn't do, and that would kind of you know alert barry to it not being the real deal but he ends up trying to get him to realize and says that but once they say like man you have wally yeah, i'm gonna have to barbecue i'm like yeah this is classic stuff and that's what it is and you're playing that whole idea you know that idyllic deal where they're i don't know what nonsense they're eating for dinner i don't what is in that one bowl it looks like it's like ribs maybe or bacon but Ridge, it's in a bowl for dinner. It's like the farthest one here. I'm like, I don't know what that shit is, but I don't know. It still looks good. To I don't make. think you
0: really make out most of the, like, the first Yeah, style it's of weird. And I'm <laughs> like,
1: is that lunch or whatever? It looks like the one guy, he's got, like, I don't know, celery sticks in there. I want to go back the new 52 issues
0: because I'm trying to figure out where I still, like, I remember this flash kid flash costume that Wallace was wearing. And I think it might be that future's end look that he had in that whole thing and that's kind of
1: a cool play too especially with you're dealing with the you know different things going on with the dark crisis and stuff like that but yeah like i said and i said earlier the idea of the amalgam you know night flash that oh come on we saw that that is actually a little better because you have the kids there,
0: and but it's not great. This issue what it can what it can be I think will be great. But right well, now, well, what it's just I really
1: like the idea though is, is as you have that Night Flash going after the kids, you're like, okay, well, eventually they'll just catch up. And oh my God, who are you, you kids? But once you have Barry attacking, you know, Wally thinking, then you're like, oh God, you know, Barry Night Flash may end up killing these kids. But the big part, what I was going to say, is the beginning. With the whole Mad West Max kill deal. No, I know. But y- you have that idea, like, what is he going to think this is? And that's why he's like, hey, I know you're part of Knives deal. Like, who's Knives? Knives Cho? Is she back? You end up at the beginning, though, when you have the Mad Max. All I thought of was, oh, this is like the, you know, monster truck Batman and the baby Batman. It, it's just, goofy. it's, it's just, just too goofy and too much of a, we don't need that we nobody i don't think anybody out there is like man it's i not, got to it's see it's what's not word happening there it's
0: teramongus here
1: terramungous. I'm like it's humongous nonsense I, you know
0: terra nonsense but overall i like this oh no i like the issue it's just i don't like all the stuff that's going on with this whole thing i'm i'm still giving it a 7 out of 10 no, I'm I, mean, going still, I, five. I think that the, uh, the dream world stuff with Barry is amazing stuff that I can't yeah. wait to see. And That's even what the stuff me. with Night Flash, I'm like, it could be really cool. It just doesn't do it for me right here. But that freaking Mad Max stuff with you know Mad, uh, Max Mercury and Jesse Quick, for how little you ever get those characters, they're finally doing something. You put them in this thing that really doesn't matter. I'm like, this
1: was a waste in my mind. It's just a joke parody. I mean, you, you can't do it that on the nose with the Terramungus. It's too much. So when you do that, yeah, yeah, you kind of push that roller. aside. And when you end up having... You know, the big thing, obviously, is the real Barry deal and, you know, Wallace, Wally, all that. But I don't mind having the flavor of the Night Flash with the kids because it's the kids. And we'll see Ooh, how they that. get they out and stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I even like the, you know, pretty much like real nice art. Everything's, you know, there's not except when Barry is fighting who he thinks is reverse Flash. It is a little darker there. And I thought that that's a cool play as well. So I did like that, but I'm going to go seven five. And it's funny uh, too because you only
0: have a whole okay, pan going on as the artist in this, but you have three distinct art styles throughout that I think looks exactly. great and stuff like yeah. that. Because even Jeremy Cox with the freaking like uh, the coloring, it just seems weird because you have distinct coloring with each section as well with how it's yep. being done. I'm like, you and are you have getting, like the matrix I, dotting or whatever. Exactly. it and you is. you have didn't a hell of a lot so of work going into this from the art. It's well done. I mean, it's well done, and
1: this is the care and things that I would want in the thought through it. Of something with a dark crisis tie-in. He is ending up tying in the dark crisis and taking it very seriously and giving us a good tie-in. I think that Tom King just had his story on the side. He threw that in. And unfortunately, Megan Fitzmartin just can't get out of her own way on that dark crisis, young justice. But at least we have this to remind us, Eric. And Maybe maybe it's giving, you know, it, it to me, this is like what you should have in these dream worlds and maybe some other people are paying attention and maybe because this is a time to the, what we'd say big event. I don't know, but maybe people get more on board with Jeremy Adams too, because he deserves it. He's really good. And I think he's getting better, especially with this and Flashpoint beyond. He's starting to really, really impress me overall. And, you know, maybe it is a little, you know, Jeff Johns helping him out. Maybe it's just that he's getting more used to writing comics because pretty good, pretty good indeed, Eric, but we're going to get to the last book of the night. And it's a book that is kind of back and forth with us because we ended up starting out the Catwoman run. It's Catwoman number forty-five. Teeny Howard jumped on and really was tapping into that underworld deal of Genevieve Valentine that we had back in the DCYOU before Rebirth, doing Catwoman as a smart, you know, Catwoman going against crime bosses, playing them against each other, being the smartest gal in the room, and things like that. Yeah, and then all of a sudden. Hey, let's team up with Harley and get really bad. I mean, and really do bad
0: rank stuff with Red Claw.
1: If you and really you don't need to mention Red Claw in this issue out of nowhere with the Batgirls, I think oh, it was, wow, you know, the Red Claws and she's a ladies? please. I'm mad. I know the Red Claw. Seriously. I told her to lose my number, Eric, but you end up Most here. Most people do. Why where, wouldn't she? Yeah. I mean, can you lose something you never had? I don't know. That's what I think about your sanity. You end up, though. With all this, if you ended up telling me that out of nowhere, hey, I heard this rumor that Teeny Howard didn't write the last two issues. She ended up having it being done by. I believe it. I feel like I believe it because it didn't seem right. Now, this is getting back to what we had before, which is kind of odd. I'm glad we are. But it is odd to have that little interlude of two issues and then just come back to this. It did set up all oh, the Bat family and whatnot. I still I don't know this issue. By the end, I think it was a bit overlong. When we said that the Tom Taylor issues fly, this did not fly for me. It ended up being a bit bit. of a slog by the end and dragging because you kind of get the concept. But some of the things I did like.
0: It took me a while to understand the concept because every turn of the page, whenever the Catwoman seems to be doing something new here, it almost seems like you're trying to tell me in a long-winded explanation how things aren't exactly as I think they are. And then yeah, all of a sudden, yeah, like, I'm with oh, no, you. they are. I'm like, God damn it! why are we playing these games? Human trafficking. That's all you need to know. Yeah, it's one of those weird
1: comics that you have a very basic story. Now, again, it's kind of what happened with that Harley deal. You end up having a basic enough story. But boy, you're adding tons and tons of stuff on top of that that you didn't really need. But she does interact with the Bat family. Some of that is good. Some of it's not as good. But I like the The only stuff time with it's Night good Wing.
0: is when Tim Drake shows at the beginning yeah, yeah, like talking really about how well Catwoman's awake. He's been patrolling the docks while she's away. That's and okay. To keep the I messed and the idea messed up. Exactly. He messed it to a degree. He doesn't understand how to do things the way the Catwoman wants well, them done. He, she isn't playing along with them, so he has no idea. He's doing what, the idea, he is fine here. Everything else when we have the Batman show Nightwing. up, we are... Well, the thing is, we're tying into other stuff that we're doing in the DC universe, and while I usually find it great, because you feel like you're in a lived-in universe, then when you have the idea that Wonder I'm well, Wonder Woman. Catwoman, during this battle on the docks, ends up taking a bullet shrapnel into the leg, So then she has Valmont go back to her place or just a weird League of Assassins unused freaking building or apartment. It's a weird call-out they do here. but The idea like, okay, strip down, we got to get this out of your leg. And that gives us our tie into Batman one twenty five when Bruce calls Catwoman, and she's in her underwear and Belmonts in his Which underwear. Which I, th- I didn't think it
1: was going to be the whole deal. So again, that's one of them. I was right, but even so, with it that,
0: doesn't, it doesn't jive though with what you see here for how you see it in the Batman. It's weird. I mean, you have different, and the art's a little different. Belmont you have masks underwear.
1: on and stuff like that, but because he's there, I I said why I think, but we'll see
0: he, later. He was just taking a bullet out of somebody's leg. All right, let me get more comfortable. <laughs> why wouldn't you do that in your underwear? I mean, seriously, it's a hot day. My you clothes get- ain't sterile as much as my underwear,
1: so I better take them off. He wears a lot of white. You don't want to get blood on that shit. But in the, underwear the underwear you can underwear go. The underwear
0: the Catwoman's wearing, and the idea that she's wearing her mask is different than we had. I in just Batman think that maybe they were
1: doing it at the same kind of time, and they didn't really jive with that. My my big play of that is why? Why did we need to do that? Now in this issue, you are doing some things of. Hey, you know what I know? Then Nightwing says, and and Nightwing is kind of the elder deal. Hey, listen, you know, Bruce had some problems with you. You had some problems with Bruce, but you still love each other. It doesn't mean you have to ignore each other completely. And we all love you and we want to know what's going on. I like that enough. And oh, that yes, just ties yeah. into the overall bat. But it bat just is, it's
0: such a weird idea where all of this is taking place the same night where you have Batman 125. You have the last issue of backgrounds going on to the point where Dick Grayson, where Dick Grayson gets done with Babs at the freaking like with the uh, the Seer stuff, then goes and like hangs out to go talk to Catwoman at the end of his night there because it doesn't make any sense for what we're doing here. Because since we're tying into the last issue of Batgirls, where we have, you know, the Penguin introducing his new sword swallowing axe slash henchman to Babs and Dick, you also have this taking place on the same night as Batman 125, where Penguin's in the hospital dying and also trying to kill off all the billionaires. <laughs>
1: Editors notes in you're also having that Batgirl seemingly take place before Bruce lost his money. It's a whole wreck. I mean, it's, it doesn't make sense in any timeline. And I don't know that you need. I know that you said you want to have this whole timeline deal. I don't think that that's what I would want to get out of this. What I wanted to get out of it, which you do still, is just them kind of helping her. It's so that's funny. I to think about
0: that last issue of Batgirls. So they said this takes place before Batman One Hundred and Twenty Five. When this issue specifically says this takes place at the same time as Batman One Hundred and Twenty Five, and they were playing the if idea, idea later. That,
1: that that Dick didn't have his billions. It, nothing makes sense. It's all like I said. What I was saying. I think that what I wanted in this, and I think you do it, but why are you trying to narrow it down? Because all these books are all over the place. I just like that the Bat Family, Sans Batman, are there to help sleep or call. at least check up on her and, and go and you know do that. And Tim Drake, it's classic because what Tim Drake does is that classic where a cop thinks that oh, man, I just took down that drug dealer. And then the FBI comes in. You just ruined our case. We've been working on this for three years. That was our informant and all that stuff. And then, Pack it up, boys. And I do like that. I took out the accuser. The accuser were keeping this place clean on my order. And and even then, it's almost like the idea of like uh, introducing like frogs to Australia, but it's taking away the yogurt. And now all of a sudden, everything's gone to hell. But the overall deal of hey, we're getting trafficking, and we're pretending it's art by this name, but Cass knows that that thing is, it it gets too convoluted for as simple a thing as it is, is that it's human trafficking, and let's take it down. And then at the end, (laughs) amygdala. (laughs) I'm like, all right, and we like amygdala.
0: Well, the idea, too, because in the background of all the human trafficking stuff that we have this Romanian guy outside of the normal Gotham mob family, uh, is, I think his name is, and the idea that, he is, you know, trafficking humans, stuff like that, in crates that are supposed to be art and stuff. And the idea that he has in his ledgers that Tim Drake came across and then Catwoman deciphered, the idea that these, uh, the names of these art pieces are actually how much the people are being sold for to keep things. This is stuff that Catwoman puts together. But in the background where you do have the Gotham crime families talking about, like, what's going on with Black Mask still? And Black Mask, while well, he's still kind of crazy in a basement because his mask got blown up by Catwoman, he is bringing in some hired muscle, and a big hired muscle at the end of this issue turns out to be the big bad amygdala, who you haven't seen in a long time. But the problem with that is, and I'm telling you, it's such a weird idea because they obscure what I want to see. Because in Tom King's run of Batman, amygdala got his arm cut off. And I want to know if there's continuity where his arm is still gone, because right, where, right when you see him there, there's a man standing right in front of where his arm would be, and I can't tell if he has an arm or not. What, would it be possible?
1: I, I mean, I guess, why would you, if you ended up having an arm... Why wouldn't you just erase that instead of drawing a guy over it? But it does look like something went wonky. Uh, but again, here's my little tip. If you end up, I don't know, Eric, if anybody out there or you uh, decide to go in human trafficking, I, you know, maybe this wow. is your new venture, right? If you're setting up a scheme where you have paintings as the kind of the the way to go through the the ledger, but also to get a value for everything, you know, oh, that, that painting's more expensive than we have there. Don't use real paintings. You don't have to. That's the whole thing that gets it where Cass knows, oh, that painting's her favorite. She knows it's there at this museum in a basement. He couldn't have been bringing it in. So it has to be fake. Why are you doing that much to do it? Is this like a, hey, I'm so bad. I'm going to do this in plain daylight. It's very odd that you're using real paintings to pretend that you're getting them when they aren't. And so with that, though, it, it, it was convoluted. But I did like. I even like the stuff with her and Valmont. I thought well, that so that I was still wh- don't
0: like Valmont because he's just ghostmaker light, but a thief instead of a killer. But it's such a weird idea because the thing that I ended up liking about just besides for the whole, like, you know, jumping through to, like, that almost Pulp Fiction timeline of, like, meeting people here and there. Just, just the idea overall for what uh, Catwoman is about to do in her taking down of Black Mass the rest of the crime family and, you know, just showing that she is the badass of this book. She knows she's going to get her hands dirty and she will not have the Bat family int- like brought into this or even the Alley Town kids because what she's about to do is going to get her real dirty and she doesn't want to take the innocence away of these other people like and these that. other heroes and stuff like that because she is about to go down a dark road. And because of that, she's not willing to do that to these people. But Valmont, he's already dirty. So that's why Valmont's going to be sticking around and helping her out.
1: I mean, brown magic.
0: But he's a killer, but because Catwoman calls her out on the, him out on this. He's not going to do it anymore. He gives a little like scout's honor kind of deal. I'm done with the killings.
1: There's one thing that I don't need to see anymore in this and one thing that I really need to see. The thing that I don't want to see is once again, it's the, okay, we're going to get sexy Selena. She's going to pretend that she's a dancer. I mean, we've we've seen this already in the first arc. We don't need to keep seeing that. But what I do want to see is when you do have the Bat-Cat get together. And there's Valmont on the one side, and there's Ghost, and they're just looking at each other like, what the fuck are you oh, j- They're going to bag That'd be so great. And then you'd have them pointing at each other like the Spider-Mans and stuff. And awesome, then they're inside right? each other. Uh, yeah. Well, that's when you've realized the coffee was actually for the Ghostmaker. Eric, it was not for the Selena. Um, but overall, it's okay. I, like I said, it ends up continuity being a bit problem. of a slog. It's There's continuity problems. And even if you can get past that, the issue- Ends up just, it, it keeps extending. I checked the page count so many times in this. I'm like, page 15? I'm like, I really thought this was oversized at one point. It just took me a while to get through because you're jumping back and forth and everybody's yakety yakking. But you do get enough and you do see, you know, Valmont. Like I said, you're trying to get him more in the fold. They're not doing the the dirty Right? They're they're just there doing, doing the, the dirty, thing, doing the now, dirty. The is,
0: with all the problems that I had so far, one of my biggest problems, though, with tying all these events in, like showing the Catwoman as a part of Gotham with the rest of the Bat family and everything else that's going on in the DC Universe. While I normally like that, while this ties into the last issue of Batgirls, where we're taking out the Saints and stuff like that, when we have the one saint there who's all tied up, it, it, like, it actually takes away the what the background's accomplished in the so, previous too. issue by Catwoman like, Oh, and by the way, watch what you're doing because this guy has a camera, which was a big part, like plot point of the previous issue that the Batgirl said this happened because of this and now we find out in the like, you know, the shadows of this whole thing because nobody talked about Catwoman and that Catwoman was the real hero and informed them what's going on. I mean, legit, you could just have them help each other and
1: not get that specific and still be pretty good like oh when would that have happened oh it might have been after Cause, that cause all, all the i
0: want to talk about is how cool catwoman is and oh, oh my god you saw the red claw legendary yeah high five but you didn't need like it's almost like one of those things where i said
1: at points where bendis will be like oh my god i'm gonna really blow their minds when he didn't have to and he messed up i said that sometimes you'll hear podcasts where if they don't know something or whatnot but they bring it up. We do it all the time. Like, we don't have to do that. Why do we go that far? And I felt that in this a bit with that continuity deal, you didn't have to nail it completely in continuity because at the end, then you'd say, Oh, it's cool that they're all connected. Yeah,
0: that's fine. But it doesn't make sense. <laughs> but the coolest part of seeing all this different stuff with the Bat family in my mind, besides for Tim Drake, which is actually the coolest part but seeing Tim Drake's Robin cycle. Cause how often do you get to see that?
1: Yeah, that is true. I, I just like Nightwing. I like where, selena comes in and like you look like you're gonna you know waiting for your potential stepmom. i'm like what are we talking about here i
0: know we're i want to know about. more Show oh more. i
1: get it yeah it was pretty cool and you know their talk i thought was uh, a nice deal and, and trying to get her and batman to at least and and batman does call at that point we see that other side of the connection so i i would like to have two things you know of that i'd like to have you know a, a, just a them being together a little i don't need the back cap fully but i'd like to have them do some things together and please get rid of that you know armpitless costume please get yeah, get a better costume i hate that i'm looking at it right now talking about she's hanging like out toxic with steph.
0: nostalgia and dark crisis young justice week but all i really want is to go back to that purple costume we had you'd in the like 90s the purple deal? That'd I love
1: that costume. that'd be fun she's like uh she goes to steph like i really like those colors that you wear and boom you have it but yeah, at the end, it's okay. I thought that it was just a little bit over the top overplay. But we're getting back to the crime family stuff and, the stuff and I we'll want. see how that plays that. I do it wasn't like goofy. and also no, and I, and also the idea of amygdala. We want to see the continuity there, but that's pretty I cool. I do. And
0: how often do you get to see amygdala?
1: Yeah, and also I like where you do have, you know, Selena telling Tim and even Dick, like she does get a little gray area going on. And, and you know, she's working with Valmont and stuff, and now they're aware of that. And she doesn't. She basically says, Three people help me, me, myself, and I. I don't wanna hurt people. I don't wanna end up getting them hurt or, you know, taken down because don't this get your stuff, hands
2: dirty. Like and and again, woman's. this
1: stuff in in my mind. The crime family stuff. Yeah, Black Mask gets a little. And Amygdala kind of pushes it. But the stuff with the crime, that's her thing. Let them go and do their thing. So that's
0: pretty cool. Just like uh, the Amygdala's her yeah, things. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, it ends up, I say this, and you end up having Amygdala and you have Black Mask. But I do like the crime right, Black stuff. Black Mask is
0: always the biggest threat to uh Selina Kyle in my mind, her biggest arch enemy.
1: Yeah, and we have, and I, I forgot his name now, the son of Tommaso. Uh, he's oh, in Dante? here as well. Yeah, done, and I like that because I thought that he was done. Yeah, he's and almost like still the man, like the man inside, almost like a mole for Selena, which is playing. And it, out it's okay. weird because again, you could skip the Harley issues, just go to this one, I wish we and had. just get the idea. Hey, they kind of caught up with the Bat Family, and then just pretend you know what the rest. Oh, I'm sorry, it's not Dante Dario. Dario. Oh, Dario, Dario you're right. Yeah, again, there I go. I said, "Why well, bring?" But I did like seeing him again. I was glad that was one of the things I was afraid that we left behind is seemingly like a editorial edict of we got to get goofy with Harley shit in here, which was very odd.
0: It's like the worst thing that
1: could have happened to this book. We had such really great momentum. Yeah, it, it did. And it seemed to cut short that last deal as well. These two issues, if you would have had that first arc, have two extra issues with that, with Dario and his dad and things it and black Mask going nuts. We really were enjoying it. So with that, I even had people questioning in the Slack, because I said this issue, it's not there yet. Again, you're you're trying to build back up to where we thought it was, but it's it's getting there. This is better than the Harley stuff. So overall, I'll start out the scoring. I'm going to give this a seven out of ten, I'm maybe even a six a five, five. Out of seven.
0: Seven. Okay, I'll go seven then. Yeah, I think the art's great, and I love that we're getting back on track. Some of the stuff was heavy handed, like the way they were describing what a uh, a ben, uh, What is the name now? A skew is doing with this human trafficking and also the continuity is a mess, but I like where we're going with this, bringing back all these different characters and showing us how Sweet is going to play this and not be a part of the Bat family going forward and why her reasons are behind that.
1: Two things that screwed me up this week. I'm sitting there trying to pronounce that name. That screwed me up. And the fact that Zatanna and Zatara have different ways to say backwards magic. It was warping my mind, Eric. It was ridiculous. The one went like right to left, the other went left to right. And I'm like, oh God. Yeah, yeah. And anytime you have that, I'm like,
0: go don't crunch oh, tune. Ultimately, it never matters. Just let the art no is it talking. doesn't. It doesn't. But I'm like, why can't I read this stuff? Where's the mirror? And <laughs> well, then you get the cat one. Well, why can't I I'm read with this? Google
1: Translate. How do you do this? It's like, we don't do backwards magic, asshole. That's what it said to me. I'm like, why are you saying that, Siri? that's not Google, Eric. So I don't know what dream world I'm in. Maybe with Wallace West. But with all of that, what is your book of the week?
0: My book of the week is Batman the Night number seven.
1: Mine is as well. And I actually put for the Patreon, I wanted to see maybe something that we do each week where I put up a poll, you know, like a Friday night or whatnot of what everybody's book of the week is on the Get Fresh crew. Beep Beep, boop boop. on the Patreon. So it's something that you can get. Everybody's involved with that. And I even put up, you know, stuff that we don't talk about just in case. And maybe that would give us a hint of what everybody likes or something that we might not future. like and whatnot. Yeah. yeah, but they ended up picking uh, Batman, Superman, World's Finest, which is a good yeah. one. And that's a book that most people like. And I really thought at first The Flash was going to win. Well, we know that the I was going to say The Flash is very popular with the Get Fresh Crow. mean rope, especially the people in the Slack. But again, some people who are in the Patreon, they don't realize these polls go up because they just go by – you know, the podcast apps or whatever, uh, just to listen to the audio stuff. But yeah, if you are listening, you're part of the get fresh crew uh, uh, and on the Patreon, just keep an eye out because it will be something that I'll put up each week. Cause I think it's something that's kind of cool to do. I was afraid that like Jurassic league, which we kind of ditch. And I, I see too this week, everybody was yelling at us for those first two issues about how we weren't having fun or whatever. Yeah. Nobody seems to be having fun with that book now. I'm like, yep, that's what happens. We're always like an issue ahead. Or, you know, people just say we're nonsense completely, Eric, one or the other. But I'm going to tell you what we're going to be talking about next week. We have some bangers next week as well, Eric. I don't know if you realize that. I don't want to say bangers anymore. I don't know Two why. Two of these issues. Luke Hollywood says it all the time, and he keeps getting me to say it. He's from Ireland. They're a little behind. You don't say pants enough. I'm a little behind. Now, and I, I had at one point while I was talking to Simon on our Hellboy deal, I think that I said, you know, give him hands. That's nothing I ever have said in my life, but Luke says throw, it all the I'm gonna time. Throw these hands. Yeah, I'm gonna throw these hands. I'm like, I don't even know that, but hey, banger, banger. You like bangers on Christmas, right? You like no. the bangers, don't you? You know those those things you pop. You like bangers and mash, does you? Oh, you mean like the poppers? Yeah, I meant the poppers. Yeah, things. yeah. I don't know I enjoy know those. the hell You like those? You get like the worst toys ever.
0: You're like, oh, good. I gotta. What did you expect to get out of this little thing? <laughs> You know, maybe I don't. The one time a, we it's got it's like some yes, you as a kid. Ones. You freaking got a box of Cracker Jacks. Like, goddamn, it's not a new stereo exactly. inside.
1: One of the funniest stories you'll ever hear is Harry Carey back in the day he said when he was a kid he got a box of Cracker Jacks that didn't have a price, and he Nonsense. had a grudge against them for like seventy years. I was He said he's like little Harry didn't have a lot of money, and he wanted that toy. Oh, you have to look it up. It's hilarious, but. One time we got some poppers that were really like a little higher oh, sorry, up. Sorry, not there.
0: poppers, crackers. I don't know why crackers. I said
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you call me? You end up where like, we got these and they were a little higher up. Dangers. And poppers, they had. don't like, know shit. I mean, what the hell are we talking about? I'm even half British and I don't even know. But they had little porcelain little figurines in them. Yeah. Usually you get like little like plastic shit and stuff or like a little fucking games nonsense. These were real cool. I, I like those, but you get a little porcelain piggy. Yeah, I think I got like a clown, like a sad clown. Could you imagine a sad clown? This
0: isn't a toy. This is your future. Yeah, it is. I ended not up. Dance I for put me, it, clown.
1: It's funny too because I think that's when I realized like I'm not really a collectible type of guy because I think I put it on my shelf and then it got lost within two days.
0: How it get lost? It's on a shelf.
1: I don't know. I ended up, you know, I was doing things. I bumped into the shelf. I, you know, I dropped the tissues. I don't know. Herrick, I was doing brown magic back then. Also, I, I laughed today because in that, uh, in that comic aficionados podcast deal or, or YouTube, everybody's talking about all the comics that they own, how many they do. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I don't really have much at all. I'm not a big collectible guy, but you, you like the toys, right? I love the You're toys. you toy guys, you do. I don't know what I like. In my I actually You say that, and it's the joke, but it does upset me sometimes. I really don't have anything that I necessarily like. I, I you don't, have a
0: family, Jim. Shut up. No, no
1: I, <laughs> I'm beside. I'm talking about like fun things, not you know like a fallen chain or something. <laughs> I don't you know have
0: like, anything that I really? I'm not like talking and about the love. anchor
1: of life here. I'm talking about the idea where. Here I am. I Dead. like the Black Pink. <laughs> nobody will talk to me about the Black Pink. They end up having a virtual concert yesterday. That's they, fine. They introduced talk their, to the people They introduced a new song, and Especially nobody to talk about. It. Except today, while I was watching the replay, I ended up arguing with people on the YouTube's. I this brought is why my horizons. you. are arguing. I my horizons, Eric. I'm arguing with people on multiple platforms. Yeah, they were they were throwing shade. I don't need that, right? It's all positivity with us Blinks. But here are the books that we'll okay, have. Yeah, so
0: before we get into the whole thing that you tell a story time about what you did last night stuff, you know how I went out drinking and disappointing you because I had four cigarettes and stuff like that. Do you know what else also happened to me last night? I came home with a katana sword. Really? That's I was given a katana sword at the bar. A Katana because sword my dumb at last, the only thing he brought his backpack, and you know what was inside my backpack? Two fucking light up purge masks. Really? And they're like, you know what you need with your purge shit. mask, you need a weapon. Really? Thank God I had a ride home and just not freaking walking back home with I mean, a Katana sword. You're not supposed sword. to have
1: shit like that out in the. It was in the guy's
0: car. Oh, there he goes. Like, and- hey, Eric, come out here. Right, and this is on, a man? friend,
1: or just some guy you just a bartender. met. Oh, really? Well, you gotta ride home. I <laughs> have a, a katana, katana sword.
0: sword. I'm like, the thing is, I was about to walk home and nobody would let me walk home with my purge mask and katana sword. That would sword. be crazy
1: if, like, you find out now that that he actually murdered somebody, and now you are you have the murder weapon, and you are going to be in trouble, Eric. You proof. better watch out for that. The <laughs> oh, Mastermind, right there. They're like, I don't know, this guy with a purge mask and a katana sword. And he's that named was my Eric. Friday night.
0: Holy moly! I got yeah. toe up, smoked, had a purge mask, and brought him a katana sword i have no idea what i'm doing this shit
1: i ended up starting to watch the blackpink virtual concert but then we had to record so then when we got done recording i added and got yelled that in a guttural yell that i still thought was from hell about not getting a it was. air conditioner for my son logan and yeah and i even said and the weird part is when i went to him I'm like logan you know that we talked about this air conditioner we did he's like yeah, yeah i know mom just got mad she said, and then the cats are desperately trying to get into Logan's room because it's cool and he won't let him in now. Like, you are a dick. What a jerk. And then even today, he was going off to the gym and Tony said, Did you put your air conditioner on low while you're not there? His answer was no, and then left. That was it. Cool. And then I went up and cool. I put it down on low. Just to think, like these kids, too, plus only two living here, the, the other three end up out and about, but we're still paying for their phone bills. Why? Their insurance, because we're idiots? I don't know, because we're parents? I, I said I'm to Tanya, to I will tell you what our phone bill is off the air. And what the hell? I'll tell you now. It's $520 for the phones. And I'm like, you this are has to stop. You are not. That's why I said. This has to stop. And it's because everybody doesn't pay, but three of them got new phones. Ay, 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 Eric. My phone is still that exact phone that I've had for like 10 years. We do have to but Tanya won't because she has that problem where she thinks they'll ditch her then because she thinks in her head the only worst she has is paying bills and, and that sort of thing. Well, tell her that she needs to love me. I tell them and then she gets mad. They're never going to come and visit us. I said, when the last time did they come visit us anyway? And please, they better visit us with a check or some cash in hand. <laughs> Zach sends me last night. Hey, he's like, hey, Jimbo. I love you. I said, you know what? I would love the money for the phone bill. <laughs> and then he got mad. And then he said, Oh, we should go, you know, out to eat sometime. I said, No, what we should do is you should come Tell over and pay bills. this phone bill. I'm so angry about this phone bill. Then like, Rafe goes not. out. <laughs> Every time Rafe goes out in the car, he gets in some sort of fender bender and shit. And then the oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. He got a he got another. I'm telling you, since the last time I talked to you, I think he's gone through three more jobs. But this one he has now kind of a shady deal where he got this job they pay you after every shift but they also call you that day like hey you can come in that it's very oh, hard. I hate that I, so, yeah I, yeah i don't know what's going on but it's like a, a new warehouse type of thing that they they put in i don't know california road there just to let you know uh near where that guy with that stupid ass sculpturing there's a
0: whole freaking, like, you know, a bunch of places. A bunch back of there. new buildings and I stuff. I went back and, there and ghost hunting because my buddy had a key to this place after hours and I went in there and uh, some shit happened. It was crazy. No, man, I, I caught some shit. It was crazy. What the oh, hell? You got some? You get some EMP deals with your
1: EVPs? Your <laughs> did you end up? Did you go with your, what is that called? The Xbox deal that they were no, using at I did one not floor? have that. That was pretty cool. Pretty cool indeed. Though, the other day, Tanya yeah, the ended M- up. I detector. You. The other day, Tanya did say that, and, you know, sometimes she gets a little wacky, but she ended up, she had to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, and all of a sudden she comes running up the stairs. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm like, what's going on? I saw that kid on the stairs. Jesus Christ. And I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, because we seem to have this ghost kid that might be Zach and a temporal difference or something you said. So cool. yeah, it's very odd, but she said that she did see it, and it was like reaching out to grab her and stuff. And But again, that's she's, she's, heard of she's life. a little wacky, but it, it, I saw this thing, but it's my always like when you're half yeah. asleep, but that's always the play, right? That's because I'm almost in the ghost worlds. Then Is, is that how it works? Yeah, that's oh, how it works. That's that's what, and over here. that's why the kids can see her because they're still, you know, they stupid. believe. They believe. So, and then again, you'd see ghosts everywhere. Are you freaking yes. a believer? Also, you're a guy, outlaw chaser is so what you are. Outlaw right? chasers. You should have been ghost hunting last night with the purge mask and the katana swords. Right yeah, why not? That would have been awesome. You would right, also be in jail. Yeah, the police are like, what are you doing? They're like, well, I'm hunting I? ghosts. They're like, all right. That sounds good I'm to me. I'm the ghost makers. <laughs> That's what you would look like. I try to catch them, but I got to make some first. Uh with that I'm gonna go off. Uh both of us are gonna go off. And did I I didn't even say the, the issues that we're doing yet, did we? No. What the heck are we doing or not doing on this podcast, Eric? It's gone off the rails. I even thought we were done so much that I ended up getting out of that. So uhdy daddy, let me get to that. These are the books that we'll be talking about. Two of these will be picked, maybe with a katana sword and a purge mask. I don't know. That's possible. Uh here we go though. Right here. <laughs> here we go. We have action comics number 1045. This is the issue before Cal goes back to Earth, I believe. I think that, actually, we were talking about this, that it seems abrupt. I do believe we get a a War World annual at the end of August. Now that I'm thinking of that, we have an annual suite coming up, which, as an aside, that'll be a Patreon-only show. Another reason to go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash arc. But we also have Aquaman number six, the finale of what was always a six-issue mini, is what I heard. This book, and I have seen it, nonsense, wait till you get to this. And please, if you are one of the five people, including me and Eric, reading that, maybe do a little refresher course of what we got number five, because you're not going to believe what happens. But you then also have no, oh, we're not gonna be doing DC mech one. Eric put his foot down. He doesn't like the transmorphers is what he told it's me. Just but if you be are nonsense involved. like
0: Jurassic League, I don't need more amalgam bullshit.
1: Well, <laughs> maybe we'll, we'll- you know, hey, one here's of us your will Justice check her out. heroes if they had
0: the robots. I'm like, go fuck yourself.
1: There you go. Hey, Batman, what are you doing? We'll see. Maybe it'll be like the biggest hit ever. Oh my God, I never thought they could do it.
0: Did you ever imagine that your Justice League were giant robots? Well, here you go. <laughs> you ever see the Six issues of bullshit? On the cover, it says that Justice gets an upgrade. I don't think is it's much what of it an says? upgrade. Yeah. Who's the writer on
1: it? I forgot. Uh, I thought I'm it was sure Kenny Porter, way. actually. Let me see. But I couldn't remember. It is. It's Kenny it is, Porter. yeah. Yeah, so you end up having that. Yeah, yeah, we'll see.
0: Look, maybe it's great. Somebody it's tells us
1: it's stellar or whatever, but Deathstroke, Inc. number is another one that is the year one Deathstroke issue that,
0: if we get more out of this issue and we'll make it feel like more fresh, I
1: don't know. Exactly, yeah.
0: We wanted give me a, little a more. reason that I need a Deathstroke year one that the previous Deathstroke like, series didn't give me already. Exactly like we're talking about Batman the Night, our book of the week.
1: It ends up giving you that yeah. little more. You were worried about it. And so you get that. Now, one of the bigger ones this next week, Detective Comics number 1062, why that is big. It is the debut of Ram V on And not only that, that but book. the
0: debut of the new Stranger Things looking Detective Comics logo. What yeah, do you think of that? Yeah, it's okay. I
1: thought, and I don't even watch Stranger Things because I'm lazy, and I ended up okay, seeing Okay, Stranger that.
0: Things or Stephen King novel from the 80s, because that's exactly what the yeah. thing always and, looks like. And
1: again, if anybody thought that you were going to get anything but a horror story out of Ram V, and I believe Raphael Albuquerque, you're not paying attention, so that works for me. And- I'm interested in seeing that. I'm hoping that I like it. I'm not typically the biggest fan of Ram V. I don't like that stuff. So, but I don't like the dark stuff. Well, this stuff, story I hope is called Gotham
0: Nocturne, Part One of Four, which makes you think, oh man, it's going to be over the top, fancy, and Jim going to hate it. Exactly. You're going to have that. Or part, maybe Overture, vampires. Maybe the new era for detective of the for the detective of the night, as we introduce award-winning new series writer Ram V of Catwoman, the many deaths of Layla Stark. The That's artist extraordinaire, one. Raphael Albuquerque, American Vampire. I like vampire. Raphael Albuquerque. Me and you Super like Albuquerque. Together, they'll be turning Gotham into a tragic, yet beautiful, gothic opera for our eyes and ears to feast upon. Uh, unfortunately, it's starting
1: to remind me a bit of Dead Men Forbidden Love. <laughs> that was a book that I did not like at all. You and Reggie. But remember when we used to talk to Kirky? When we, oh, yeah. we talked to talk to him a bit, we like him. Harley Quinn, number 17, Stephanie Phillips with the verdict deal, which seems like it should have ended like, hey, you really ruined that for me. I will give you that. Because of the idea of you knowing that Sam was verdict already, it feels like that should have ended like 10 issues ago. really does. Well, Jim,
0: are you going to get what you prophesize where, you know, Kevin dies at the hands of Sam,
1: the verdict? And we'll see. I bet I'm wrong. I I think that that would give it a lot of oomph, but we'll see. Robin number 16. It does say
0: on the cover of that Harley. Harley versus verdict. The main event. Ooh.
1: <laughs> That's what it says, doesn't? Yeah. yeah, and we're heading towards uh, Harley going into space with the ragtag team and being a weekly Can't book. Wait. That then also leads to the death of Harley that they announced Weird. and the nonsense like that. But that I don't know if you need a weekly Harley Quinn book, very weekly Didn't as we Holly was saying. And Harley Quinn,
0: uh, uh, yeah, actually, at week? one
1: point you were shipping like two or three times a month. And at, at that back in the day, that new fifty-two deal, they would like randomly just start doing that, yeah. never really tell you. And then we're like, shit, we did Harley like to. And then they just stop it. Never tell you. It was weird. It was very odd. But that was the point where Harley was selling like 80,000. It was the second best selling book at DC behind Batman. It was crazy. Uh, If you are a Mark Russell fan, and yes, I'm talking to the three people out there. You can read the Superman Space Age number one. Me and Eric are still going to wait for that Prez 7 to 12, (laughs) Eric. When those come out, we'll go back and do the Space Age because it's nonsense. But. You also have Task Force Z number 10. We've been into that, but, you know, it's it's almost like that back and forth. It's like the Star Trek, Eric, The even and the odd. Like, you know, the one's good, the other isn't. You know what I'm saying there? Uh, no. I hope that we end up getting. Well, we like that the one, the eight, but I didn't like nine, but then we like tens, but then they don't like the 11s. You get me? We'll see how it is. We'll see how that, that, that about is. Anymore. That is tying up uh, the series in a couple issues. So I hope that that ends up showing us more of, you know the overall story, and maybe Mr. Bloom getting his. I do like this Mr. Bloom a lot more God, than I thought get I would. Ever though. So bad, yeah, yeah. Oh, and bad then we happen to bloomy oh, boy. I, I did, but the thing is, like, he's goofy enough that I think he's fun. But I do want him to get like horrifically killed or whatnot, and just done. Uh, Swamp Thing number fifteen. Speaking of Ram V, Man, I know ultimate. you're always speaking of him. Penultimate issue. Uh, maybe we'll get more. What was the nuclear? Trinidad the trinity yeah and are we still doing you know attack from space yeah. green lantern trinity you
0: got a lot going on you got the freaking war between hedera and freaking mr pilgrim and stuff like that you got a lot going on in this book meat factory
1: <laughs> a lot going on mr pilgrim now, you know, on Jason now next, next
0: week's uh, on the dc comics website it also says that robin's coming out is that a thing yeah, I thought I said that. Robin number sixteen.
1: Now, maybe maybe I did. skipped I that after so. Harley Quinn. Yeah, uh, but that is—is is that the last issue of Robin? It was. I 16 thought seventeen, or was, 17 and This one has but, Lord
0: Deathman on the cover holding the heart
1: of Damian Wayne. Well, remember, or is he holding the heart of Special G? Well, I'm responding. Uh, we'll we'll special G. Yeah, really. He's been molded. <laughs> it's so funny. Like ten years from now, nobody's going to remember respawn and we're still just going to say randomly special g and then you'll say clay <laughs> no clay wilson <laughs> and then here's the thing that makes me laugh Never is clay i just come up with the stupidest shit you end up where it really does remind me of your reasoning with the signal which you were right like hey what comes before having the signal, the signal. and you ended up being right now this clay thing i'm like i think you're thinking too much into this and it'll end up being that he needs to be molded into a real boy, into special a real Wilson G. Clay. Special G. You special Grant. It. Yeah, Special Grant. doesn't even make sense in any level. No. <laughs> you know, he wants him to be his son, Grant, but he's special. Special G. Works for me. Okay, I think it's G, green. Special I G. No, Special G. Well, he's special. He ended up you know, sacrificing himself to save Deathstroke. You know, a guy with a healing factor better than his. The weird move. Weird move, Special G. That's why you're so special.
0: <laughs> oh, my well, goodness. we sense. say that, but fucking you to stabbed him with a sword, and his ass went down and had to go into a Lazarus pit. I have no idea what's going on with these healing factors with and the Wilson boys. The Lazarus
1: pit, they're like, holy shit, things are going wrong, but it didn't fix his eye.
0: The devil Nezah took control of him, and now he's with the great darkness, doing dark crisis stuff.
1: <laughs> Still one eye. Everything else, you know, okay, but the dark, I, I don't. Honestly, that really should have replaced his eye. That's fucked up. It should have. And, and you know how the play is. It replaces his eye. He gets stabbed two inches later. I mean, that's what happens. But Or he just
0: stabs himself. For some reason Maybe in, that's in my mind, deal. especially because we did DC versus Vampires All Out War this week, even though they cured vampirism, I feel like it should give fucking uh, Deathstroke his eye back.
1: By the way, I, I know this is Marvel, but me and Matt are doing the Infinity Gauntlet story on the Patreon in our comic book Crisis Power Hour show. I did not know... That that eye patch that Odin wears is actually like the shit's gone wrong patch that he just puts on that helps him like really up the ante when shit's gone wrong. It's so weird. I just thought he didn't have an eye, but no, it was more than that. And he kind of like calls it, he actually calls it like, oh God, shit's hit the fan patch, get over here, and puts it on and made me laugh. Me and him were both surprised by that, but maybe that's Deathstroke as well. Maybe he doesn't need the eye. Cherokee just uses it because the shit's gone I think wrong. he
0: does, because if he doesn't have it, people say, ew, gross. Yeah,
1: I'm actually I wish that in that Deathstroke ink book that we didn't go back to year one. I wish that we followed the society because some of those jerk offs and goofballs would have been pretty fun. I agree. To see go around. I'm telling you, when they end up throwing him, they throw him into that pit. And they are uh, they crack me up like, what the hell? Like, nobody knows what's happening. They're all running around, arms flailing. Oh, it's so good. You could have had like. Why not do that? Why not follow them and give you some background of some of those characters that people might not know? Not just this, let's do a year one Deathstroke, which we've seen. Even I got somebody who was arguing with me on Twitter that they're a huge Deathstroke fan and they like it because we're seeing the same thing that we always do. Cool. Like, oh, that's a real great spin on that there, pal. Uh, But there you go. Buddy boy. (laughs) That's me. Hey there, champ. What are you saying there, jerk? And then, of course, the guy ended up saying at one point, almost really saying, hey, I know what I'm talking about. You don't because I have Deathstroke as my icon here on Twitter. I'm like, really? you fuck yourself. I would say, give me a second,
0: then change it. That and then continue. The oh, conversation. I was gonna.
1: I actually was going to and change everything. I'm now the number one Deathstroke fan. I just don't want You're people to get confused.
0: <laughs> oh, I get so
1: upset. Really, what happens if I really get in a fight with people? You'll see where people will barely see it, but I will change our whole bio to throw shade at them thinking I've got them this time. <laughs> and then they don't, they don't care. Yeah. At one point. And, and it's usually creators. I think that, uh, what is it? Fabian the I was ripping into him in our bio at one point. People were laughing a little. Gotcha. I, got in a, I got in a big fight with that jerk off. But uh, this is why people block us, Eric, you know, people I know. say it's blockchains. No, it's just because I'm an asshole is what happens. but. I end up I, I defend the common man and girl and woman. I don't, don't know what I'm saying. It. Uh they don't, but isn't that what makes you a hero. No. Isn't that, that you when you show up to save everybody? And and again, I show up me, pretentious ass, so I show up like, Oh, here I come. <laughs> like, I'm gonna I'm a big authority, aren't I? Nobody knows. You might as well be setting the fires to put them out at this point. Yeah, yeah, that's the truth. That is. I actually made a comment on that YouTube show today, the uh comic aficionados that i thought was pretty clever nobody laughed and i think i might have repeated it because i thought it was really good (laughs) it was that dc tries to put out fires but the fires already burnt down the house see that was that was pretty good and uh, they didn't Uh, go with it i'm like you know you know like a house i said it better i actually said it better at one point then because that didn't hit i just went with the regular poop my pants good one <laughs> good, I'm, good like, one, buddy i'm like spongebob with the rip in the pants that's me i end up all oh, that filled okay hey everybody i put my pants so i yell and everybody chuckles i'm like is that me the sad clown like i got in that <laughs> banger or cracker or whatever oh it was eric it was me i'm the sad clown but with all that i'm going to cry my way out of here maybe go upstairs and get away from the black mold for a second before i edit this but Everybody go over to the Twitter at Weird Science DC. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Then go to our website, WeirdScienceDCComics.com. Get reviews for most of the books that come out each and every week, including maybe that DC men. I don't know about that, Eric. Uh, but also go to our Patreon, Patreon.com slash Weird Science to get a bunch of podcasts, some which we mentioned tonight, but a lot of things, including indie comics, Marvel, manga, but especially for you listening here. Obviously, like DC, we have a lot of DC stuff, including that weekly spotlight. Which, if we're going to pick what will be on, I believe it'll be Detective Comics and maybe don't Swamp Thing. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. This is a weird one. I think Detective Comics is a Ram V first deal, but do you have any idea what the other maybe action?
0: I don't know. I was thinking about it too, because the thing is, you like you brought it up now that we're so far, but I'm like, the fuck did he just say was coming out next week? So, I'm saying it's going to be... Robin? It's going to be Aquaman, and Ooh. it's going to
1: be... I hope it's not Aquaman. I want to rail on that in a regular deal so <laughs> people can hear us. I, I need We need to broadcast that to the masses. That Aquaman nonsense. and but the Swamp Thing. You don't think that Detective... How about a Ram V duo? Swamp Thing and Detective Comics. That'd be pretty cool, right? What? Is- pretty cool way to put on your pants. That's what my mom said. But we'll see. And it, whatever the two books are, they'll be on the spotlight. Uh, podcast that comes out every thursday night along with a spotlight podcast for the marvel stuff as well that me and jason do so yeah there's a lot going on at the patreon just check it out and as a shout out to august when we get to august there'll be an annuals week again in august so that week the last week of august will be patreon only for all the podcasts so that's another reason to join in but also one of the big reasons we don't really mention it as well, you get to go into the Slack chat and you get to, you know, talk with some pretty cool guys and gals in the Get Fresh crew. Beep, <laughs> boop. It's not just, you know, me and Eric, there lording over everybody. Eric, he's in his boys' toys deal, and I'm usually yelling at people. So it's fun That's times, fun. right? Fun times. But everybody knows that you can, you know, disagree with things. And at the Do end, I'll get that? mad. And I <laughs> you should see me like I'm arguing with Ruben. I'm like, I'm going to quit this channel. And I'm going to show him. And then I don't. Because I come to my senses. <laughs> I'm, I'm insane. Ah, but that's it, Eric. What do we say at the end of the podcast?
0: Everybody have a great week.
1: We it weird. weird. we'll see you in seven. See you in seven. Go read
0: comics. Easy peasy.
2: You are all weirdos. Weird
1: science is the revolution. Weird
2: science is the revolution. Weird science. It's the revolution.